I guess trying to watch that Teddy fiasco again. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit, bro. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's your boy, Moose Mancino, a.k.a. the Michael Jordan of Drunk Texan. Uh, We're here in the building. It's episode 68, and we got C's in the building. Uh, back again, back again. We are back again. Uh, Mike C's here, Peter Light Poppy, the social distancing done. Uh, back to give y'all that heat, man. You got Dona in the building. What's good, y'all? It's your boy Dona. Hey, man, this is a big day for all my bowlers out there. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if you've been getting that itch, if you've been thirsty for bowling, you know, just hit up ATL. They got them open for y'all, man. You know, book a flight. It's like $35, man. Shout out to the bowlers. That's going to be the last strike you ever throw. And <laughs> hey, you better hope God spare your life. <laughs> <laughs> that's just such a wild assortment of things that they're opening <laughs> yeah bro like they open the most vulnerable shits <laughs> churches um what churches bowling alleys gyms <laughs> hey you ever realize how nasty bowling kinda is like if you really like kicking it like you got some food and shit yeah, you got oh, you putting your hot wing fingers in the fucking in, in the bowl. <laughs> the there you go. That's you grab a slice of pizza. And let me use your ball, bro. <laughs> go ahead, dog. <laughs> you got the fucking habanero pepper hands all in the fucking ball and shit. Nah, yeah, your, your finger, your, your fingers gonna be. Yeah, you you putting all types of shit in your mouth. Yeah, That's bro. sick. So, uh, yeah, man, what y'all what y'all been doing? How's y'all week, man? Same old, same old to me. Nothing really changed. Um, fuck, man. Well, yeah. low key, low key. Uh-huh. Instead, instead of how your week been, how y'all hold, how y'all holding up? Because <laughs> I, I, it's, it's, it's kind of like, yo, was your week like, like, yeah, same shit as last week. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't really do nothing different. But I think the main thing that be changed is like, how are you mentally holding up? Hmm. Some days are better than others for me. Like, like some days I wake up and I'm just like, man, I feel like I'm trapped. Like I'm just in an endless loop of doing the same thing. But I don't know. It's just for me. I think setting like short-term goals and 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 um, I don't know. Just just doing that has kind of made the weeks go by better. Just, just giving me something to look forward to and something to work towards. But other than that, it's it's just been tough. I can't lie. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, the situation kind of make it a little bit harder. Um. Just kind of worrying about everything that's going on. Um. And getting back to normal. But. Um. I mean, other than that, it's been okay. I guess. I mean. The main thing is just what do you do all day? I mean, you set your you set your like Donna said. I'm I'm trying to learn some different skills and different stuff just to you know kind of get away from just watching TV and stuff all day. Um, and then you know doing the job shit. So, oh, man, it's just I try to, I try to switch it up. I try to switch it up to where it's not like. Okay, every day you worried about you know either a job or every day you're not just watching TV. Every day you're not doing one thing, but I mean after a while you just get tired of everything. So 
you know, you just got to keep it going, bro. Stay positive and keep pushing. Cause I I don't know I, I feel like it's like Donald was saying you got good days and you got some days that it's just like yo what the fuck like it's certain days during the week where everything just kind of like blends together and that that does get kind of frustrating like I found myself waking up still exhausted like in the morning it's like I don't know why I'm tired um, I mean when you down like this I mean you normally it, it affects your you know your uh, energy I don't know if I'm down. And that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't know if, I, cause I, don't, I try really not to like watch the news and like be really like caught up in stuff. Like, I just catch like the stupidity of it, and I try to stay like in the know for like when things are closing, staying open. But I've tried to not heavily, uh, sub like submerge myself into everything that's around it. Cause I feel like if, if you do that, you're basically gonna set yourself up to just to kind of be like paranoid and worried all the time. Yeah, I mean, but you can you can feel something without, you know, being, you know, in tune with everything that's going on, because whether we like it or not, we social creatures and we, we used to like kind of going out and being around people. And when you don't experience that shit, you start to kind of I don't know what the word is, but you kind of start to shut down and you, you might not notice it within yourself, but your body and your, you know, your mood is just different because you just like not really talking to people like that anymore and not around people. So your energy is different. So I think that's what it is. Like I, I can feel it within myself. Like I, I'm just feel different. I, oh yeah. Not being around people. For me, not being around people is the hardest part. I mean, cause I think yesterday I got to the point where like I was just kind of bored. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm tired of just like going on walks. Or I'm tired of just going on jogs. And I'm just tired of like trying to find something to watch on the TV. Like I was, I was just close to jumping in the bathtub, fully clothed like Mario Wines, <laughs> just to like switch it up. Fair, don't ever Man. start off you close to jumping <laughs> off anything. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, yo, this is getting dark. <laughs> Jesus. Turn into a thirty for thirty on this motherfucker. I almost jumped in the tub and full denim, man. Like that shit was. I just to switch, just to switch it up. Like I feel like now, and this might sound crazy. Like I feel like you need like small excitement. So like right now, if I had a girl, I'd be arguing just to like switch the shit up. What? <laughs> you just start arguing just just to switch it up. Man, what would you be arguing about? You, I mean, like. It's always easy to find shit, especially right now. Especially if y'all spending a lot of time together. Oh, what? Y'all, I feel like most people who are living together or even staying together, they're they're kind of fed up with each other. No, I know that for sure. <laughs> I know that for so, sure. It's, so it's, su- it's super easy to find something to get upset and argue about. I feel like they take more, use more energy not arguing than they do they could finding something to argue about. Yeah, that's one thing I don't envy um, is at this point like of course i wish you know you 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 had people at like a certain point to just be entertained with like kind of just kick it with and stuff like that all the time but then it comes to a point where you start getting tired of them and it's just like bro everything they do is gonna annoy you yeah it don't take me long like after like a good maybe 12 hours i would have i would have been cranky <laughs> yeah. like, wow. like this is it Interrupted yeah, my fucking uh, Michael Jordan doc and shit. Is that Robert Parrish? Uh, <laughs> God damn it! No. Wait, who's got the assembly? Is that Scotty? <laughs> Wait, why did why did he sign that? Like, why did he ask for more money? <laughs> no, man. 
It's a well, not eighteen million is kind. That's a lot of money, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. After a certain point, I'll be like, bro, I can't take no more. I'm ready to risk myself in the corona, bro. You go to the bathroom. They flip the insecure. <laughs> now y'all, now y'all pulling hands. They playing one damn commercial. This is gonna be back in a minute. <laughs> Oh shit, man! But uh, yeah, man, uh, it's just all about staying positive, honestly, bro. Like, I, as much as it's been terrible, I've also had time to release and kind of get my mind back straight. You know, obviously, um, it's been a rough few months, so um, I think that I I have been able to just take some me time and you know catch up on shows and kind of do stuff that I've been wanting to do and wanting to learn. And um, I don't know. Uh, I think things gonna get better, man. No matter how bleak things look right now, I think things gonna get better. It's just when. Really, uh, I was gonna say I, I, I'm gonna say what I've been saying. I really think it would be a lot different, and people be would respond a lot bit different if uh, like if they weren't taking it like on a week by week thing. Because I, I just feel like if you set it into your mind, like something's gonna happen in like a certain time frame, like even like with like life, like if you think like, all right, I'm gonna have this new job in, in a month and then a month don't come, you start pressing and you start getting agitated and cranky and shit. That's the same with this. Like you think like, all right, 30 days, we're going to be back outside. I got summer plans. And now it's past 30, extended another 30. You start pressing. You just kind of, you, I feel like half the battle is mentally accepting. Like this is just kind of what it is. And you end for the long run. Yeah, some people not used to staying still though. Like I'm one of those people that I don't mind too much just kicking it at the crib, watching some YouTube or watching some Hulu or whatever, just watching some shows at the crib, chilling, maybe getting a drink. Some people have to be out and about and kind of stay busy to keep their mind off certain things or work out to release their stress. And that's one thing that I'm missing too is working out, bro. Like I just feel like all this like bent up energy and shit and it's like nowhere to I mean you can do push ups in the crib until you fucking swole as hell but it's just like you really don't feel that full you know I ain't gonna like yeah I've I tried doing like a good strength run of home workouts for like a week and a half but I doing burpees in my living room just it, it don't feel right like I'm just doing lunges hey. and shit like it's weird uh, real talk those resistant bands they're pretty decent I'm not gonna lie. I just, I just got a couple of them, and you could get a decent ass burn with with some exercises with those, especially like upper body and shit. I feel like I'm on some Terry Crews shit if I get those, bro. <laughs> it's it's like the only option at this point because I was looking at dumbbells. Them shits is like <laughs> they re- yeah. The, the price of the brick went up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the price and of the brick did went up. <laughs> <laughs> they like two k if, if you even find them. Yeah. I'm like, god damn. I had some too, and I threw them out. I threw them out when I was moving because I, I just felt like I wasn't gonna use them. Um, because we had a gym here, and I mean, obviously, I got a gym membership, so it's just like, fuck. I wish I would have kept them shits. Oh, um, but yeah, man. Uh, shit, man. Let's get on some more positive shit, bro. Uh, man, what's what's the biggest story of the week? What do we want to start with? I mean, we already kind of led into it. Do we want to speak on the uh, last dance? Oh yeah, okay. Um, 
as everybody knows, the highly anticipated Michael Jordan Last Dance documentary, the ten part series. Legend, 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 legend status. Um, first two parts came on last night. Um, I I was talking to them earlier about it, but it seems to had six point five million people tuning into the first episode, five point six to the second. So obviously those are some big numbers. Uh, man, what y'all think about it? Um, I kind of I like what they're doing. I think the timeline is a little funky the way they kicked it off, but uh, the way the way that second episode ran was, it was kind of unexpected for me at least because I mean I didn't expect them to uh, put so much emphasis on Scotty, mm-hmm. which was which was nice and it kind of makes you want to think he kind of deserves his own like thirty for thirty or some type of light doc where we can get a little bit more informed on him. Um. I don't know why Michael Jordan thought we didn't know he was an asshole. <laughs> after after he told Chameleon there, I don't like rap music. Fuck you, niggas. I ain't um, taking pictures, you niggas. <laughs> <laughs> so nah, nigga, we we been knew that. But it, I mean, overall, it's, it's I mean, Mike is one of the goats. So this this shit is highly anticipated. Uh, I kind of wish it's, it's crazy that it's it's ten parts for the, like one season. Yeah, like I was under the impression it was like. I don't know. Covered at least all six. Like you get ten over one season, bro. That that's 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 insane. But I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I hate that. I hate that aspect of it. That it's one season. Or that's ten um, that they kind of did a. I like. I hate the format. Like I'm pretty sure it's gonna be dope because obviously it's covering Michael Jordan, who's probably the most interesting uh, athlete of all time. As far as like what's around them from the shoes to the the championships to all that shit. Um, but the fact that they doing it like they doing it, it takes um the like the surprise away from me. Like obviously it's no surprise about Michael Jordan. Like we all know about Michael Jordan's championships, we all know what he did. But when you're watching a documentary, it's still supposed to be a story. I mean, it's stuff that we don't know and it's stuff that I mean, players that we do know or aspects that we do know that if you hype it up, it makes it so much more colder. Like if you keep cutting back and back and forth between, okay, he didn't already reach his peak to back when he was still trying to get his first championship, it kind of takes away the effect of that first win and the storytelling ability of that first win. If y'all, if y'all kind of see what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's like, um, and I think it's just tricky trying to do a 10 part series with just that last season, because of course you want to go back and see how they got there. But Mm -hmm. with, with only having the footage from that last season, it, it makes it more that that has to be the central story and then we'll fill you in on the other stuff. I, I so kind of did it, though, just because uh, I, it's 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 kind of difficult because you don't I don't know if the normal. I mean, individual, the kid born in the 90s was aware of the tension around that last final season. Yeah, like yeah. I, we I well, you weren't aware. So hearing that. And then trying to real figure out like what the fuck was going on, like how did they connect all these pieces to get everything going, especially with like wasn't aware like Scotty and how he was sitting out with his contract, like you don't remember these things. So the, seeing that now and like under trying to understand how everything played out, it's a it's a big enough piece to kind of keep you drawn in. But I do understand the aspect of it's like 
all right, yeah, you're you're basically at the point where it's like this is the last part. Like it's it's done after this, but it's like, how did we even get here? So your mind kind of wonders like what what even led up to this. So I, I, I kinda get where how it's on both, but I just don't I don't know how they could have fit it all in without filling up a whole month. Yeah, to to put it plainly, it's like okay, you know all the Avengers. It's like playing all the Avengers movies and cutting to scenes of Endgame at the end of Endgame. Like cutting to a scene of Tony's funeral at the end. And it then going back to uh, fucking the first Avengers. It's just like, uh, yeah. well, I already know what the fuck happened. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of taking away like certain shit, even though like I'm mean, still interested in what's going on. But it's kind of hitting valleys and peaks too, like too quick. Like I don't, I don't want to see that. Like, what are we getting from this? Yeah, and, and that makes me think that at first their plan was just to do this as a uh, about the last season. Mm-hmm. But they they realized that, you know, you can make a lot more money and you could get a lot more views if we add the totality of Michael Jordan's, you know, arrival in Chicago to that point. And and sometimes I, I, that's why, like, with certain documentaries that I watch, especially now that, that do the episode format, I, I feel like they're, they're just doing it for for money and for views and it, it, it kind of pisses me off sometimes because a lot of documentaries that have the episode format don't need to be that at all it's it's, it's like you're throwing in filler i'm not saying it's for this though because i mean with michael with this like i was watching the first two i'm like shit you know i want the next eight episodes now you know what i'm saying we could do 20 episodes you don't want the whole load <laughs> i'm saying <laughs> but it's like i'm just saying for like episode documentaries period i feel like it, it, people gotta chill on that man like try to focus on one story and instead of trying to expand it in all this in all different directions like that i'm not really messing with that i think for certain things it works like the the innocence files which i was talking to c's about this weekend um it works because it kind of covers like different aspects of our justice system that don't work and it covers different Mm -hmm. cases and kind of ties them in to some degree not not a lot but to some degree um this it it I don't know, man. I really am turned off by this format. I'm not even going to lie to you. I think this works. Well, since you're going like the episode thing, this works a lot better than I would say like Tiger King. Like, I, I think that the way that this is, I think the first episode was a little um, odd with how they were went, you know, from college to pros to we're going to run it back to high school. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, it, that, yeah. that format yeah. was a little odd and kind of off-putting. Um, I felt like they had a lot better structure if, come the second episode. So I'm hoping that since that part is behind us a little bit, we can, we're just going to progress and stay like toward that professional career, which I think is like the biggest aspect of it. But uh, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I just think that it's it, they have a lot of moving pieces in it, and trying to capture. I don't. I don't think there will be a filler episode in here. I don't think there will be an episode where we say like this was a waste of time. Yeah, I feel uh, like yeah, yeah. This might be a underrated, or I mean, maybe people don't feel like this, but I also think it would have benefited from a black. Uh, first of all, not giving Michael Jordan creative patrol. And second of all, having a black filmmaker create this. 
Mm. Why? Uh, number one, giving Michael creative control, I think it's first of all, I think it's way too much Michael interviews in this shit. I think when you're telling the story, you got to let other people tell the story. I mean, you get you obviously let him interject like what he was feeling like. Uh, one good bit was when he was talking about the cocaine traveling circus. Uh, that was a good bit. Like that was what he is necessary in the documentary for. But as far as like his talent or stuff surrounding him, I mean, I don't want to hear him talk about, you know, his high school stuff and stuff like, like, I mean, obviously he was there, but it's just like, I'd much rather hear like the people that were there, like the coaches and all that stuff. I, so I guess my, my thing is how this, this is a documentary on Michael Jordan more so than it is the bulls as a whole. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you have these docs on on individuals, if they are alive and able to kind of speak to things, they're they're the people who can give you a different type of insight to what they were, what was going on, like what they were thinking, how they were feeling. Which I think, like, I mean, because it's it's a coach can say, yeah, I mean, he he grew who he grew six inches and he came back with handles, but that's vague compared to someone saying like, yeah, I was busting ass, putting it work all summer. I, I hit a growth spurt and I still had XYZ and I came back motivated. Yeah, like, but I kinda, think you, his creative control altered that though. Like when he did the uh, one of the parts what I was just talking about, when he talked about the cocaine traveling circuits or whatever, it was just him saying, no, I didn't do that. Really? Like it would have been dope to have one of his teammates be like, oh no, Mike didn't, you know, Mike didn't want to do that or whatever. Or somebody like, Hey, no, Mike Cappen. Like, yeah, he, he was so, up in there. So should oh, we? Yeah, should, so should, I feel like it would have had to been. This would have had to been a doc on the Bulls to get that, and not a doc on Mike. Yeah, but it just seemed like Mike and friends tell his legendary tales at, as of right now. I kind of feel like that's what a Michael Jordan doc is, though. Like a doc on an individual. I, I, like I get it, but I feel like this would have just just the emphasis of what this docket was would have had to been something completely different in order for that to kind of occur. I think they would have done it. It just would have had to been, okay, we're going to recap this entire bull season and less of, we're going to focus on MJ. Mm, yeah. I don't know. It's just something, uh, something I was thinking and the black filmmaker thing. I don't know. I think black people tell black stories a lot better. And I don't know. It's just some my preference because wasn't the Fat Five written by a black dude or uh, done by a black dude, directed by a black dude? Why am I tweaking? That I sure. don't remember. The Thirty for Thirty. Yeah. Because um, I think that's one of my favorite ones of all time, and it may not have been done by a black dude, but it just had more of a, you know, I don't know. It just felt no. Different. It was Jason Hire. Jason Hire. Okay. But um, I, I mean, I know. I think Clay Thompson's uncle was like an EP for this. Okay. Or yeah. Like that. So I don't know. It's just something I feel. It's just when stuff is done by you know white people or other people, it just feels like an outsider's view of the culture. And it's dope when you have like Michael Jordan's like life told by the aspect of somebody who's in our culture. And I, I feel I like would, that adds a personal touch. I would say that sometimes when you have like the goats who come up in a different era or the goats who don't really talk much, you're kind of okay with anything that they do where it's just like, shut up and listen. Mm -hmm. 
Like, cause something like if Jay Z came out, just he had a whole doc on. He was just talking about everything that progressed from the beginning of his career to the end of the career. If Wayne had one, he was just basically talking about explaining shit that happened from the beginning. Storytelling, you're gonna listen because I mean you don't get that that often. So when it's the goats, sometimes you just gotta you want to hear what they have to say because you don't really hear it that often. That's true. That's true. Um. So yeah, did y'all have any critiques or anything of it, or just just the timeline, pretty much? Uh, yeah. That, I mean, it, that was pretty much it for me. I, I really liked it. I thought it was, um, you know, really entertaining. I I didn't know that all that front office bullshit played out in the public as much as it did. Yeah. Like, same. like for for uh, Jay Cross to be like. Yeah, this is Phil's last season. <laughs> like what? After he just went seventy-two and ten, my nigga. Like what? that shit's insane. Like imagine any, imagine that shit happening in any team right now in the present. You just won a championship, and they're like, "Yeah, this is it for him, though." We, we had enough. <laughs> I've had this enough of his winning shit. <laughs> Yo, we're done. We're. Re- I think it's time for a rebuild. That's insane. I think that what the, the wild part about this shit is. I'm mean, the only reason I, I think that comes off as crazy is the way old niggas talk about how players complain now and the way shit is like now with sports, you would make it think like everything was hush hush. Like everybody hated each other. Like shit was just so hardcore. And hearing this is like, yo, this shit was messy back then. Like, why are y'all surprised about this messy shit now? Like Dan, Michael Jordan and Danny age golfing in between playoff games. Y'all would kill shit. KD, Bron, Kyrie for, going to dinner with an opponent because y'all think they too friendly like this shit it, the, the, I guess the narrative that has been created is kind of shown as flawed I mean because that's I mean that just shows how shit was hidden like most people did not know about Michael Jordan going to do it because it wasn't no social media it was no Instagram yeah. where they showed him on the golf course with him and shit I mean normally now they, they have a picture somewhere showing uh, Brian and what's his name playing golf or some shit so that just what showed out in the like because what they saw of their favorite athlete was when they watched the 48 minutes of the game other than that, they really didn't have access to their lives like that. So, I mean, if you saw Mike playing the Pistons and they beating the fuck out of him, they they just like, oh shit, this rugged. Like niggas don't fuck with each other and shit like that. When niggas was cool, like Isaiah and uh, Magic, they headlining e- uh, each other and shit. Uh, I mean, clotheslining each other and shit during the game. But niggas probably giving each other kisses and shit after the game or when they heading back to the locker room. So it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, don't say head back to the locker. <laughs> Bro, hey man, they was kissing. Uh, so hey, they man. was kissing. <laughs> so weird. niggas was cool, bro. Don't let that forty-eight minutes when they was in the lines fool you, bro. Niggas was really cool, and they understood it was just a game. So, uh, but yeah, man, it was it was dope. Uh, and like I said, anything uh, it's like certain niggas, anything that people make about them, you have to really fuck it up for it to be trash. Yeah. So, and M- MJ is like, this is what we kind of been waiting for. A, yeah. A big documentary like this on him. So, how, how many parts are the Kobe and Bron docs going to be? 
Kobe, I think you can do a 10. Uh-huh. Nah, I don't know if you could do a 10 on Kobe. Maybe a 5. Now, you, you could do a lot on Kobe because it's just so much. I mean, you got the case. You got the... Obviously, no, I think they leave that out. I think they leave that out. Shit. No, oh, you, you can't. You can't, <laughs> you can't. That's one of the biggest things about Kobe. I feel like you can't. Can, he, he, I feel like with that, you have to just because he can't speak about it. Nah, they got to they gotta put nah, it in, bro. Not, nah, you... you it's a part of his story. And that's one thing that I wish. I mean, God bless the dead. I know they're not going to touch on this because David Stern is still alive when they're doing these interviews. But I wish they touched on this Jordan gambling rumor that he was suspended and not uh, just took a few years off to play baseball. Yeah, because that, that's not going to be here. There, no, that's there, not. There's no way, no. And I think if David Stern wasn't alive when they did the interviews for this shit, it was a possibility they may touched on it. Nah, not not not. I don't think I don't know if Mike would have exposed himself like that. <sighs> yeah. He don't got nothing to lose, bro. <laughs> you got creative control. Yeah, you, he, he's not he's not exposing himself. It's not happening. Okay, well, yeah, I could. Oh, uh, that's what I, all right. So if if they're doing like windows, what would Kobe's window be if they just had to do a window of his career? I think you do it from the start. You do it from when you first met Shaq. Well, uh, you mean like it got to be a short window? I mean, because like with with this MJ shit, they're just focusing on that year, and that's ten parts. Like I feel like if you did his entire career, that's at least fifty parts. Like he, it's so much there that it's going to be at least fifty parts. So if you had to like channel in and focus on one particular specific window what window would that be i think it got to be the 0507 years or 0508 because that was the most turmoil and the most that was kobe at his highest peak it, they're probably gonna just for narrative purposes they're gonna focus on uh what is that 09 and uh is that at 10 when he won when he beat the celtics in the magic <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, like just for, I feel like that will be the focus. They'll also, you know, go back just like they do with the MJ, but they'll focus on him winning those two without Shaq. Because I feel yeah. like that's when it was his team. Yeah, and it was all on him. And it's just, it, it's a, I think it's a better story like that. But but Kobe shit's gonna be wild because it's even even his death is a, a ridic- is a huge story in itself like just how that whole thing happened and i think you know in years going forward we're still going to hear more about what happened that day mm. and everything surrounding it so yeah his his story is going to be crazy okay. yeah yeah i would focus i would think they would focus on that window too just because it gives you the opportunity you know kind of what the motivation was going into it so then you can hear more on that, but then it also gives you the the capability of doing those flashbacks to like the previous times and kind of showing those clips to see where it got to or how it got to where it is. Yeah, uh, I, I would much more prefer instead of them doing that, just doing even if they have to abbreviate it a little bit, just doing the, the whole window of his you know high school to to um, obviously his passing. Um, 
I, I would just prefer that. If you gotta do ten parts on that shit, you can do ten parts on that from being, you know, the high school shit and then uh him like sitting on the bench his first few years. And I'm sure it's a lot of content surrounding that. Uh him getting booed when he's shooting air balls randomly. Uh yeah. dunk contest. Like it's so much shit around Kobe. I, I think you can definitely do a ten part series. Um Brian shit gotta be fifty. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but Bron has been the even. the biggest. Like, I think Bron shit goes beyond sports. Like, he's like another one, like MJ, where it's like he's the, probably the biggest celebrity in the world. I think I think with him it's just different because you start, you have to, you start at sixteen. Like you, you're going to have basically twenty years of achievements, which is crazy. Probably more. You have to start at like 15, 16 somewhere and you have to go from there. Yeah. The only thing Bron is missing is uh, controversy. Uh, On what scale? The biggest controversy Bron has is going in front of uh, doing a charity event where he announces uh, announces team (laughs) next team. That's the biggest thing, the biggest controversy on Bron. No, I think the Hummer was bigger than that. Nah, I didn't even know about the Hummer until I was like a good maybe four or five years ago. Wait, and really? the Hummer is like yeah, I didn't wait, know how that. Did you not know about the Hummer because I was just not really paying attention like that. I, don't, I guess mm-hmm. and and the Hummer thing is not really that's not really on Braun. Yeah, I mean that's it, that, that's more like it was the Hummer and then he I think he was like suspended for most of his senior a good part of his senior year for those jerseys. Yeah. Oh, but, I forgot about that jersey boys. It, but, the, but those are like. I mean, it's but, it's light, but yeah, yeah. He don't really have shit, unless they bring up like the liking booty pics on IG or something. <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to get into it, <laughs> like Savannah got to speak because I know Brian did so he did some shit. He do the yes jewels gonna... controversy. <laughs> <laughs> bring him punch That's the only way. <laughs> Savannah got to sign off on some shit. That's the only way we can get some real controversy. On it. Oh shit, man! Nah, yeah, but Brown shit would be definitely interesting because, like I said, it goes past sports for him. He's probably the biggest celebrity in the world. So, um, well, maybe Kardashians up there, but he's up there with them. Um, but yeah, um, man, I'm looking forward to it. What story are y'all most looking forward to in the uh, the MJ doc? Hmm. I already said mine. I, I definitely want to do the the uh, gambling shit, and maybe his pops passing away. See, kind of more info on that. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't. I, I feel like because you know how the web gonna be, they're gonna say it's connected. Oh, I, shit, I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to see what his relation. I want to see from Mike's point of view what his relationship with Dennis was. Cause, cause we got Dennis's point of view, and he was just like, "Yo, Mike ain't never talked to me. He ain't really, you know, fuck with me like that. If it wasn't basketball, I kind of want to hear what MJ thought of Dennis for real, and I want to see if he like gets unfiltered with that shit." I I kind of think it was similar to Kobe and Ron. It's just like Kobe respect him, but Kobe ain't going out of the way to like chill with this crazy nigga. <laughs> 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 I, I think, I think it's, it's different because uh, Kobe wasn't like a chill with type you type away anyway type. It's, it appeared, I, but I think just the fact that uh, 
you you wouldn't ex well, I guess maybe you would, like because Kobe respected the crazy motherfuckers. So that let that enough was to like let you kind of vibe or have his respect. So it, it probably was the same thing with, with Mike and Dennis. Like I know this dude is crazy and he's wild off the court, but it's exactly what we need on the floor. So Yeah, he put in work. Yeah. Um but yeah, man. Uh yeah, man, it was it was dope. Uh do y'all want to talk about this insecure shit or not? Oh uh, yeah, we can touch on it a little bit. It was I, a waste I mean. of an episode. <laughs> it it, it literally, literally nothing fucking happened, bro. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. The, what I had what I had was able to take away from this, according to my timeline, was um, Lawrence's big biggest concern about um, Medusa and Medusa. Medusa, come on, man. Condola, nigga. Condola and and Issa, Condola and Issa talking about him is he doesn't want her to know that Issa quote unquote carried him for all those years <laughs> oh that, that's what you think or that's what people are saying that's that was what the rumblings were oh no I think he had a valid point he was just like I don't want her, y'all to be yucking it up and then uh, you know she learned she forms an opinion about the stories that Issa tells him Rather than, hey, we in a relationship and then we kind of get a bond based off that. Because if, say, like we both got a mutual friend and now I'm, you know, I'm cool with this other person. You're going to take what I tell you into stock because obviously I've known that other person. You see what I'm saying? Or I know yeah. it's kind of hard to explain. It's no, 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 no. I get, I get what you're saying because yeah. you want to, you want, you want to explain anything from the past or any story that you got yourself, rather yeah. than them hearing it from someone else. Because from someone else's point of view, it can be a hundred percent different from your point of view. So exactly. You you rather it come from you than the other person. Yeah, and especially if it's a different time, like people that know me in college might tell a completely different story. Of, of who I am versus somebody who meets me today or knows me today. And right. I'd rather, I'd rather them get the today story than the, what, what I used to be story. Is it, let me think, is it unrealistic? Is that unrealistic to think that at some point they won't, he won't come up? No, that's why you just hope that they don't kick it like that. I, and, I, mean, I guess they, they kicking it. Yeah, it like it, it's, it seems like it's kind of. I understand you like don't talk about me, but it's kind of unreal. I think the the way the issue was was I think the way that Kendola brought it up. Like yeah, like they didn't really talk about him, but she made it seem like they had like a discussion when it wasn't that. It's like I can understand how you would feel some type of way. Like yeah, we was talking about you earlier, but. It just kind of wasn't as deep as I think she made it sound like. Because mm. it's, it's it's really unavoidable. Because it, it it could simply be like, "Yo, what are you what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm about to go, you know, little vacation. Kind of what happened before. She she knows who you're gonna go with. She knows who you know. She knows the situation. So I mean, it's a weird vibe. That's why 
it's weird that they kicking it like this. Just stop hanging out like that. Just do business and go y'all separate ways. Yeah. No, they it's were doing really business. That. They were doing business when they linked. No, they're doing a lot. There's doing a lot more because then Issa invited her to go shopping with them and shit. Like it, it, it turned into a whole different. Issa's on some other shit. Yeah. It clearly I don't, I don't, has. She has a motive, or she's it's it's something with her where she wants this relationship to be more than just business. See, I'm sh- I'm gonna shoot her some bail. I'm gonna shoot her some bail because it seemed like she was moving like this, or had a trajectory to move like this before she found out. I think it's a way to keep Lauren somewhat in her life. Yeah, a hundred percent via Condola. Uh, why though? Like, I don't shouldn't couldn't she have just reached out and could weren't they already kind of like on the on good terms yeah they on good terms but it's it's something familiar it's just like now you know through you i feel like you know not that they still together but it's just like it's a familiarity and it's just like i don't know i think it's some way to keep lauren somewhat in her life and if they cool, she can keep him monitored. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, no, I don't, I don't, I don't I know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying she doing FBI type shit. Like, uh, I gotta monitor him and make sure he on lockdown or some shit. It's just a way to keep an eye on him, and you know. Yeah, I think it's more of a mental thing. It's more. It's it's more of a just like yo, she she wants to. She, she probably doesn't think. She probably doesn't know what she's doing. It's more like. I feel like I know. Yeah, I, I subconsciously want to know what's going on with him without having my mind my mind wander of what he could possibly be doing or what they could possibly be doing. It's probably better for me to just you know have that information right there. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna fuck. It's it's gonna it's gonna be fucked up. I mean, it, clearly it's gonna be fucked up. Uh, that nigga Lawrence is a dumbass nigga for fucking uh, pulling up to Issa's crib just to tell her to stop talking about me. That shit was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. That's just going to bite him in the ass. Yeah, I don't know what this clown... Nah, nah, I don't nah, know what the fuck nah. that clown was thinking. <laughs> so, Alright, so here, here's the thing, right? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and drop some gems. Uh, his first mistake was he texted I'm outside. You don't text Terrible. I'm outside. You got to call. You don't paper want... Trail. You don't want... Yeah, you don't want the paper You don't even call. You shoot off a gun, have him come outside and be like, "Oh, what's good?" So, so unless he unless he called and was like, "Yo, I need to," I don't even know what the conversation could have been to for her to even come outside. Like, we we didn't see that part. But you know, you can't do everything in the phone. Sometimes you got to do the call. So it's just like a just looks like a conversation. You don't have the paper trail. Never lead a paper trail. He, he he got it all. It's all bad. He didn't Left have to reach out. Trail. I mean, I don't know if it was that necessary to be like, yo, don't talk about me. Obviously, you can just hope that they don't or just talk to your girl about not doing it. <laughs> no, nah, you can't talk to your yeah. girl. No, nah, you, can't, you can't do that. That's the only way to not nah, you, you can't get do that. caught out here bogus. You, you, all right. You just say, right. I don't feel comfortable with you and Issa's relationship. Could y'all please just keep it business? But I think it's it's hard to, ex- I mean, because shit, even even with your coworkers who you like not cool with, yeah, they can be like, oh, so yeah, what do you got planned for the weekend? Like that's kind of common between coworkers. Man, even they, on, uh, even on a business leave, level, 
But, but you can leave it at that. Yeah. I it ain't like this a nine know, to five, bro. <laughs> I mean, but, I mean, because that, that's basically what happened. Like, it's like, oh, what are you doing? And then she felt uncomfortable. So if they they kind of had to figure some way out to address it, to clear the air, to even be able to continue moving forward. So maybe they were overcompensating a little bit, but it's cool. Uh, he, it, this is just, honestly this is just one of them lumps that he might have to it's not it's not gonna be forever so it's, it's just one of them lumps that kind of gotta take it and just let it pass like act you just be unfazed uh, he, he he fucked up man he gave Issa all the power he even let Issa know that he didn't even tell his girl about the meetup so now she know that she don't know and once one thing goes south she could throw that out there and boy Boy, oh boy. Don't but know. You, Don't know the game. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 got, you, got to, you got to throw her points for calling and asking. Because that could have went south. No, that could have easily went south. I respect her for that. But I'm telling you, she going to use that shit. It's, it's going to be used. There's no way that that was thrown in there just for like, all right, cool. You got my back. I appreciate that. Nah. She gonna let that shit fly, either accidentally or on purpose. Yeah, and boy. Hey, 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 Lawrence, man, you a goofy, bro. This is what happens when you act dumb. That nigga named Martin, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Martin. <laughs> Wait, hold on. This nigga's name is Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah, hey. I hate this show. No, 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 this show's done, bro. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, my oh, thing wait. is, don't don't know how you feel. My bad. Don't know how you feel about uh, Asian Asian must responded to Shorty text. Ooh, uh, yeah, I, I I mess with that. I feel like he's doing everything right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I, I ain't got no complaints. About what he's doing out there, I feel like he's moving correct. I don't. Well, what what is he doing uh, wrong? I think that um, first of all, Molly was tripping, bro. Um, with the whole opening up, I think she too flip wishy washy, bro. Like one time she want things one way, and then she want them another way, and it's just like, hey, yo, pick what you want. Do you want to just have this shit be casual, or do you not? Because you can't just be like, oh, yeah, I just want to keep it on some casual shit and then get all emotional in your feelings. And then I'm the bad guy. Yeah. And and, and that's why I feel like that's why he was guarded, you know, for a decent amount of the time, because he's like, all right, listen, I, I don't exactly know where this is going. And obviously the questions that you're asking me are real personal to me. So, you know, I'd rather not talk about it right now, especially if, you know, with you know, we just casually dating right now. I, I ain't got no problem with him acting like that. And then when she you know, when she called him out on it, he was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? If, if that's what you want and I'm feeling you like that, all right, I'll, I'll try to open up a little bit. I feel like he moving perfect right now. I just maybe I just don't feel this whole relationship they got going on because um, I'm not a you, big. You, what's the name? You're not, you're not a big interracial dating fan. Yeah. No, 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 it's not that. I mean, he, he seemed cool enough. Uh, but it's just, it's not a, the right situation, and you can tell. But they it's just. More, it's more her than him. Yeah, they trying to yeah. force some shit that's not going to work. 
But what? I think it's, 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 it, ha- I mean, it should happen. It's like she's kind of wishy washy. Like she was trying to force something. She was trying to play mind games, basically. Like she was trying to force. I'm not going to go there. Um, she was trying to force her hand to get the result that she wanted because she just felt like it wasn't, I don't know, the, the relationship, she wasn't getting out the relationship where she thought she should be. But he wasn't wrong. Like, I don't really want to talk about this right now because some shit is, no matter how you feel with somebody who you with, like some shit can just be a little too personal. And it's like, I don't really want to get into this right now because I know it's going to be a whole thing. It's going to be a mood changer. Like, I'm not really trying to, I don't want to get into that. She took offense to it. Like, he's just incapable of opening up. And this is what the issue was without verbally saying it. So, yeah, sometimes you just like that conversation is dreaded, bro. Because like the one that they had at dinner is just like dreaded because sometimes you don't know that that's what it is. And sometimes you just become accustomed to that's the type of relationship y'all have. So you don't think anything of it. You're not like, hey, okay, well, now it's going to change. You're just like, hey, okay, I'm just going to roll with the flow. This is what we do and shit like that. And now you upset and now you think that, oh, this all we do and stuff like that. Like, what? How you going to get mad at me for that? Like, this conversation was never had. So let's have the conversation before you start tripping. Mm-hmm. So that that's my only thing with the shit, um, but yeah, other than that, I don't I don't know if a lot more happened. I mean, they had that part. Uh, no, that was a whole episode. Yeah, that scene and yeah, then no, when they was jogging, and or but, if you go back to the little lunch, the little lunch thing. Oh yeah, the lunch. Uh, I don't know. That's not a big deal to me though. Um, like, mm. If somebody at the lunch. And I have a friend like there, and they about to leave, and I invite them there. I, I think I can see how it's an issue. It can easily be an issue. Like if you if you have two, if you have you personally have two friends who aren't necessarily friends, then it can come off a certain way depending on how one of them kind of is. If it's one of those situations where I ain't chopped it up with you in a minute, or like we about to chop it up about some serious shit. Then I can see the issue because this is like, okay, this is supposed to be, you know, our little time to chop it up or whatever. But if it's just like, nigga, I see you all the time and like I got somebody else on the way, nigga, if you don't suck that shit up, like. <laughs> but I think, I think that's yeah. kind of what it was. I think, well. From, Molly and what's but, name hang out all the time. Who? Molly and uh, Isa. I feel like that was the interpretation of what it was like she wanted to talk about something it's like i can't talk to you about this now because she here but I, it's also like i'm saying the timeline said this is more of a molly's hating on Issa because she's doing well for herself and she just likes to see her down in bed so yeah i think that's that's a big uh component of this year it, it just shows like when you are not having the success that you thought you would have like because i mean obviously she going to through stuff with that lawyer, the Torian. Um, she's not really vibing well with the people in her office. And obviously she having up and down, ups and downs in her relationship. Um, you start to lash out at, you know, your friends and stuff like that, because I mean, you're not personally happy. So I think that's more of a theme than anything, but I don't know, man, I want more for Molly, man. She, she, she seemed like a cool person. But, uh, Issa got to stop, man. I, 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 I want to proclaim her as a great black filmmaker and a great black writer because she makes polarizing stuff that, I mean, is, you know, trendy. 
but I think it's lazy writing, bro. To inch to inch alone the season like this is very lazy writing, bro. I kind of feel like it's been like this. Like even I, mean, I feel like last season we had a good three or four episodes that were nothing. Yeah, and like almost, more shit happens in Dave than happens in an episode of Insecure, and oh, that's a problem, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's a huge problem. I, I, I wonder if everyone keeps saying it's because of the thirty-minute time, but I, that's not the case. You could fit a lot in thirty minutes. Like there, there's thirty-minute shows that can continue the storyline. Yeah, I feel like it's just you know. These niggas did a whole story about bipolar disorder in 30 minutes mm-hmm. and made it amazing yeah. while still yeah. continuing the the story. Yeah. It could just be uh I don't know. Could it just be the fact that it's three seasons in? Four? Yeah, I mean Four? they could oh, be yeah. running out of they could be running out of material. Um, but I think they're more focused on hey, let's put hot music in here. Hey, let's <laughs> make this. Re- hey, let's make this relatable. Hey, let's make this polarizing. Yeah. Where they forget to focus on it has to be a fucking story. <laughs> Do you guys know who Schoolboy Q is? <laughs> I got him as a headline, just in case you don't know. Yeah, man, it's just like, bro, what's going on here? Are, are y'all just trying to make us argue about like random shit that happens in life? Y'all can make some Twitter, uh, some tweets about that shit <laughs> if y'all want to do that. But I don't know, man. I, I like I said, I I I'm down for anything black. I like Issa as a person. I I want her to to uh to prosper out here, man. I'm I'm all for the black filmmakers, um, especially ones that I mean. I think she she makes trendy stuff. Like she makes stuff that connects with uh our age range and like our culture. But it's just like we can't um just give cop outs to people because because they're black. <laughs> we can't just be like, oh, okay, well you can make this and we just because it make us dance and because it make us laugh a little bit, you you just get away with doing some lazy shit like the episode that came on last night. Yeah. So uh yeah, but um shit, we kind of about forty minutes in right now. Um shit, should we talk uh speaking of like the writing and shit like that, um another one that was kinda controversial this week was uh Kenya Barris' show, um Black AF I hate the phrase AF, but uh black as fuck. Yeah, black uh, as fuck. Yeah. Um, did y'all watch that or not? Uh, yeah, I, I watched it. You don't yeah, sound, you don't sound too, too enthused, <laughs> man. I, I I think it's just not it's not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, did you finish it or you just watched a couple episodes? I I, I I watched up to the fifth episode. Okay, and, and I mean it's. <clears throat> I'm I'm not gonna say it's I'm not gonna say it's like bad or anything. I I think the um the secondary characters are funny. Mm-hmm. Like um I, and and I like the episode where like uh with Mike Epps and all them That's like that uh, family barbecue yeah joint like that was that was a pretty good episode. I think my with him starring in it. I, I don't know if it's just the way he delivers his lines. I don't know. He's he's not. He's not funny to me. It, it, it's just his his stuff's not that funny, and it's it, it it just seems like blackish 
with with cursing to me, mm-hmm. and and it's and that's cool. I, I was kind of looking for more. It, it just doesn't keep my attention like that. Like I, I feel like it's a perfect show. You know, you put on if you if you really just you know look into you know uh, I don't know waste some time or something like that. But it it, it didn't really hit me like that. I, I I think the comedy wasn't really for me. Okay. Yeah. See, I personally I liked it, and this is one of those things that I realized that um, it's a thing. It's a thing about like kind of what you like. Like, it's not everybody gonna like it, and I was cool with that. Like, I was just like, damn, okay. Uh, when you know when people was like, hey, I didn't like it or whatever. My issue was when they made it a thing about the the race thing. Like, who is Kenya uh, Bears to? tell us about the black experience or Ken mm. Barris is always writing from the whitest black experience ever and shit like that. I'm like, all right. <laughs> when they when you start making think pieces and shit like that, it's getting too deep. But if you don't like it, it's completely fine. Like, you know. Um but I personally I personally enjoyed it. Um like you were talking about the the cookout episode. I thought that was one of the better episodes. If no, that was the best episode. Um, mm-hmm. but it just reminded me of Curb. It was like a lot of dry humor, and I think he, to me, he was perfect for the what's name because it's just like he got like this nasally, like kind of complainy uh style, which is kind of like Larry David and Curb. It's just like where um you get a whole bunch of supplementary characters that kind of make the show. And I don't know, I I just liked it. I just liked it. Yeah, I mean, I I felt like the um. The general consensus was people either hated it and mm-hmm. felt like this was just another redo of grownish, blackish, mixedish, which it probably could be. Yeah. Or there are people I don't see I didn't see many people who enjoyed it. I didn't hate it. The first episode had me a little confused. I didn't know what I was in for. Uh, I settled in a little bit more going forward and I kind of enjoyed it. Like mm-hmm. I haven't watched grownish or not grownish, uh blackish in a while. But I kind of enjoyed, I don't know, seeing a different side of parenting on television, Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like that, it it was different, but it seemed more relatable. Yeah. It kind of brought me out the the groove of, like, when I watch Blackish, it's always, oh, you never had hot sauce? Let me take you to where hot sauce was first invented. (laughs) Oh, you never watched the Bulls in the 90s? Like, bro, it's almost... (laughs) It's somebody on um on Twitter described it perfectly. It was just like he's meeting his kids for the first time every episode, and it's just like, bro. After a while, it's just like, uh, okay, we get it. Your kids not as black as you. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's just like th- with this shit, it was like a modern twist on parenting. Like they curse around each other. Like they. I mean, it's still it's still traditional shit. Like um, on the end of the episode, you know, his daughter dating this this uh, football player nigga, and he got to kind of cope with it. But it's still kind of like in a a ratchet ass way, like a you know, like cursing at each other and shit like that. So I think it was cool to me. Like so, I, I thought it was dope, man. Uh, I definitely hope they come back for a second season. I really enjoyed the Tyler Perry monologue. I thought that was one of the first. Like I I always respected Tyler Perry, but I never really got his insight to his show, and for him to be unapologetic to how he presents his art was kind of dope to me, and it kind of made better sense of what he does it's just like hey i'm presenting my story 
the way I want to do do it. If you don't like it, present your own story. Mm-hmm. Don't hate me for getting money out here when it's an audience for it. So, I don't know. I thought that was yeah. Cool. yeah I, I I like the concept. It was just I I don't know if the I don't I don't know if like some of the jokes just weren't really hidden for me that much. Mm. But the concept of the show, I like it. Uh, for the most part, I, I, I wish I kind of wish he didn't star in it though. I feel like it could have been someone a little bit because some of his dialogue just be he be going on for a little bit too long. I'd be like, ah, you know, it's, this, you know, you could have cut that a little bit short. Mm-hmm. See, but, like for for me, you know. the 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 humor wasn't, I don't think, in the intentional jokes as much as it was the reactions to things. Mm, yeah, and uh, it gave like a general, like like a realistic reaction to like certain things. Like, because if your kid, if your teenager comes to you with some bullshit, like you might want to just be like, "What the fuck you is could, she doing?" Yeah, like, what, like what the fuck? Like what? And usually it's like you see like these understanding as parents, but this was just like legit. Like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what what the fuck? What are you doing? Like, and that was. I don't know if that was meant to be intentionally funny or that's just who he was or is, but that's where I found the humor in it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, um, different strokes for different folks for sure. Um, but yeah, man, I, I enjoyed it. Um, and that's I hope- your stroke. Can you bear is your stroke? No, game definitely not <laughs> <Can you> <laughs> <laughs> But uh yeah, man, I'm I'm looking forward to the next season. Um if they have one. But I think it'll be dope. He got a, a big, big Netflix contract. He got some some shit coming out with him. Uh them. So um I'm looking forward to But he do he does have to fund some different type of content to provide. Yeah, I mean, and I think this is a transition. Some, I don't know. I, I guess Everything is based if everything is based around his life, cool, but you have to expand. Everything can't be like a black dad who's hip and urban with a mixed mom who's who, who provides biracial children who are you kind of have some who are kind of cool than some of those who are like lame. That's just his that's just his lane. And it's I mean, but that's his stale. network television lane, though. Like think of all, all the stuff Kenya Barris has done, Girls Trip, uh, The Game, all the shit he's done. Those are the ones that we know now because they are on network television, and those like his ones that win Emmys because they're family friendly. And I mean, it's the same formula because that's what that's what TV network television is: Modern Family, uh, Blackish, um, The Goldbergs. It's all the same formula. And he's just doing what you got to do to compete in that market. And then he took that market and was able to build upon it where he was able to secure a Netflix deal. Now he can make that formula with a uh, like an edge, uh, edge to it. And he can start expanding and taking it in different places. You see what I'm saying? I will say I can't wait till I can have a closet full of sweatsuits. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that nigga, what's the name? Is hilarious on there. Uh, uh, fucking Broadway. That nigga's funny as hell. Uh, oh yeah, we need we need some yeah. more of that nigga, bro. Uh, pause. Um, <laughs> shit. What else? Shout out gonna... to Michaela. Real shit. Mm, oh, uh, yeah, that's that chick that he worked with. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, she was. Yeah, she's solid. 
Be uh, more heard too. What else is <laughs> what else is going on? Uh, y'all want to talk about the Emmanuel Hudson smoking reasons? Be oh yes. <laughs> Can you, this is what you've been waiting on. Boy, let me tell you, I don't think I've ever laughed as hard as I did at a fucking wilding out wild side. <laughs> Then when smoking reasons was on that bitch, <laughs> did, did they bring him out just for that? Nah, he he. I think I think he was uh, going on the whole show because when uh, Manuel Hudson was talking about it on live, he said, "I mean, I think a while and out show when they record is like an hour and a half, and they cut it down to thirty minutes." But he said it was damn near an hour and a half of this nigga being unfunny. And look, <laughs> they need to release that whole shit. Bro, his his freestyles was fucking trash, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they were horrible. The only one that was close to being funny was when he said he made that nigga ride bitch. And yeah. that was just because it was disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> the others, I've never seen a wild and out crowd just fucking look at a nigga. <laughs> no response, no laugh, no nothing. They just look at this motherfucker. <laughs> but oh man. The thing is, I never and I'm not trying to get on a hating shit, but I've never really found him to be funny. Nah. Like nah, the 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 closest thing he had to being funny was like the Soldier Boy um, parodies. Yeah, that, uh, it, it was, and it was a little bit funny because he kind of looked and sounded like him. But other than that, no. Nah. No, nah, I give him his fun. credit for like ushering in a new wave of, uh, like social media, uh, comedy because he was one of those pioneers. Him. Uh, you had Tim Timothy Delaghetto. You had like people like that who would do, you how know, damn, com- how damn I rock. Yeah, how damn yeah. I rock and all them yeah. niggas. Uh, the the what's some what's some niggas names? Uh, the yeah. uh, they yeah, got entertainment. Yeah, yeah. They were also one of them people. So they ushered in a new wave of YouTube comedy, but it's just like I don't know. It, maybe it's just not for me. But uh, going back to the Wild Now thing. Uh, so him and uh, Emmanuel Hudson obviously have some unsettled beef, I guess, because Emmanuel Hudson is on his Spoken Reasons biggest video, which is the asking all them questions video. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess once he got paid, he started acting different or he ran off with the money. They weren't really nobody really explained it. Even the explanation on the live was kind of like iffy. Like he said, he just thought stop answering his phone calls and shit like that. So I'm assuming it was was some money given out and spoken wasn't trying to come off the money. Um, What what happened was uh, they filmed the video and the plan was for them to both drop it on their channels. mm -hmm. But uh, spoken reasons dropped it on his and didn't let him know when he dropped it. So because he dropped it first, he had the, if you drop it first on YouTube, Creative you license. have the original. Yeah, so it, it's yours. So he couldn't even, he was asking him to send the file and he would never send it. So he was just racking up all them views and getting all the money. And he didn't make, like, uh, Emmanuel Hudson didn't make nothing. He had to rip it himself and put it on there. But by the time he put it on his own shit, Niggas already watched it on Spoken Reasons. They ain't gonna watch it on yours. So he, he just missed out on money like that. Yeah. 
I mean, that's a that's a big deal. Like, especially if you're trying to pop. Like, hell yeah, I, I can see, I can see why he was mad. Um, so Emmanuel Hudson got on there and just ripped his ass up. Uh, on a freestyle. Well, I, I ain't gonna really say ripped his ass up. He asked a nigga to apologize. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's his name. He said he was gonna smack this dummy. Um, but yeah, that was <laughs> that shit was funny as hell. And he did something to uh, what's the name too? Cause he he seemed like he wanted to smoke with him too. Uh, oh, DC, DC Young Fly. I don't know what happened yeah. with him and DC Young Fly. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Understand any of this? Yeah, I don't, I don't know nothing about the DC Young Fly shit. But he he wanted. It actually seemed like everybody on that stage hated that nigga. Yeah, with a passion. <laughs> yeah, so from, from the little live clips that I caught, that's what kind of Emmanuel Hudson was alluding to. Um, I know with spoken reasons, he was saying like when when it, like he filed for the song, but I mean, because songs are broken down to two hundred percent, he was like Emmanuel Hudson has a hundred percent of it. The engineer has seventy five, and he gets twenty five of whatever revenue from the official song, but. I don't I don't know. I was confused at what this hostility was. I forgot the song even existed. So I was like, what the fuck is these niggas mad at? <laughs> yeah. When that song come out like fucking 2010? Man. Yeah, that shit was like I think like 2012 or something. Oh, okay. That shit was, <laughs> yeah, that shit was 2012. <laughs> like that shit is yeah. I, I was confused when I saw the whole thing, but yeah, that was great. I love the way they got that nigga out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that nigga was spazzing on live after that shit. He's like, you acting like a bitch on this video. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he's falling on hard times, man. He's it's just it, it's a different game, and it's crazy. He was in a goddamn movie, a, a pretty big movie. A movie was uh, Sandra Bullock and um, that. That um, heavy set white woman, I forget her name every uh, time. Uh, but I know you're talking about McCarthy. He, he, he played cab driver number one. <laughs> no, he had a decent, he had a decent role. Like he was on the poster and everything. I think he was in the trailer and shit. Unfunny and niggas. Just, <laughs> <laughs> unfunny niggas. Oh, you talking about the Heat? Yeah. Oh, that movie was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've never seen it, but he had. I, I don't know. Did he have a decent part in there? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't remember it. It was it was good though. I remember it being pretty good. Um but yeah, I'm about to well I'm not gonna watch it. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. But uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to revisit it on some clips or some shit. Uh but yeah, man, um shit, what else? Uh Neil called the divorce off with his huh? uh, chick. It's time to get back with your lover. I said Neil called the divorce off. Who knew Neil was getting divorced? It was like yeah, a big yeah. deal a couple weeks ago. Yeah, oh, man. damn, I had no idea. He, uh, she, uh, gave the wedding ring back and he turned it into a pinky ring. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's some Neo ass shit. Yeah, that's what he said on the song. <laughs> well, I think the song is called Pinky Ring, too. No, God, Neo. Come on, bro. <laughs> but I already know what he was thinking, nigga. It's, it's, it's quarantine season. He can't be out here really on his single shit. Might as well. You know, stay with the wife for now and just wait till this shit all passes over and then he'll file. He'll, he'll refile. Ah, damn, I was about to say something, but no, I ain't trying to get sued. <laughs> oh, shit, I ain't trying to get sued. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. Hey, wait, uh, hey, what the, what the, 
down, man. I feel It'll like be I know too where you going with this Neo <laughs> shit. And, hey, 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 hey. Chill out on Neo, man. <laughs> It'll be too wild, bro. <laughs> I would get sued to hell, bro. And I can't, I can't do it, bro. Oh man, um, y'all, y'all tripping on Lamar Jackson for saying trust Trump? Cause I'm not, bro. No, that was, I mean, he ain't like endorse this nigga. Nah, he ain't, he ain't say, he ain't say this is my dad or <laughs> I love this guy like Kanye or some shit. He was just like, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was. I mean, the president literally retweeted. Um, something you're involved in. I mean, I have no problem with him doing that. Yeah, I feel like I would have done the same shit when they first ex- uh, when they first dropped. I was like, "Hey, what Lamar Jackson on?" Like, I didn't understand it. I still wasn't like bashing this nigga. So, for those who don't know, uh, Trump like retweeted somebody like and commented like Lamar Jackson was a great pick to some effect. Like, those not the exact words, but he pretty much said Lamar Jackson was a great pick, and then. Lamar Jackson commented trust like T R U Z Z Trump. And that's one of the phrases they got at Pompano uh in Florida where uh Lamar Jackson is from. It mean like bet or like got it or some shit like that. So he's just pretty much saying like that's a bet, Trump or some shit like that. But people took it and made it seem like he was endorsing Trump or like was cool with Trump and shit like that. So or just saying he shouldn't even acknowledge it. So yeah, no, nah, I would, I would have said, don't do that. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that too. Like, uh, Trump, uh, vile figure, but it's not, it's, it's not one of the ones that you gotta get a salute to. Yeah, uh, I don't know, but I just, I wouldn't acknowledge him, but I'm not about to bash him saying he like a a coon or a jigaboo for for doing that. Just say it like that. If if Trump retreated one of your tweets, what would you do? How you oh, how you responded to I'm, it? I'll be like, bet it up. You you hit him with the respect. <laughs> I might put that on my resume to get more job looks. <laughs> you, you telling him he, he, you telling him he good in your book? Hey, hey you, you solid over here. Hey, hey what openers y'all got, partner? <laughs> you you got a you got a pass from me. <laughs> okay, pass. I might. <laughs> Ain't no reason for him to be retweeting me. So nah. I'll definitely be like, yo, hey, what's good? Real shit. Cause I've been saying some wild disrespectful shit for him for a minute. <laughs> so <laughs> So if he retweeted me, nobody doing their research. Yeah, and we, and we all know that's not really Trump. It, 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 his his medium his media team is is, is low key cold because that shit that uh talking about the Obama Barack video Obama shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is some good shit. I, I cannot front. Man, Why that shit was trash. Why did they have that like fucking nineteen ninety four uh, hip hop shit in the end? <laughs> That's what pissed me off, Loki. That pissed me off more than that. <laughs> Yo, these niggas is really wilding out here. But the, the that Biden clip is fucking nuts. What the fuck was he talking about, bro? Biden you is you, a you weird ass Brandon nigga, on, bro. Y'all ain't see Brandon online begging for a White House internship. Nah, man, you tweaking. <laughs> I heard he was yearning to get into the office. Yeah, I was in the I was in the fucking comments of that like when he first dropped that video, and it's another video of Biden like touching his girl, and bro, it's one of the weirdest videos I've ever. Biden is a certified weirdo, bro, and it's a shame that we got to vote for this nigga, but we do. So still get out and vote for this nigga. Did you see, did you see the video of him hugging Hillary Clinton? Nah, it was it was weird. Like they hugged, but then like he kept his hands like 
around her waist for way too long. It was just bro, like staring. He's a creepy, creepy fucker, bro. And like, <laughs> like, bro, dog, like he is a weirdo. And it's just like, <laughs> fam, I like, I wouldn't trust any of my kids around this nigga, bro. Is that is that is it just me or is that one of y'all biggest fears for like a woman to consider you being a, like a creep and then telling people about it? I don't know, man. Shit, I probably got some women. To- <laughs> like without, like without, like without me being able to defend myself, like that. That's kind of that's kind of one of my fears. Like, I mean, but if you like- think about back in the juking days, like that was like some predatory like behavior, bro. Like you literally like used to walk up to a chick, maybe circle her once or twice. Oh, you see- sound like Warner. <laughs> you in your Warner fan? No, no, dead ass. Y'all remember juke parties? You used to like. You used to walk in her direction, kind of like ponder, like if you really want to do the shit. Bring <laughs> like a like gray white shark. Yeah, that's dog. some that's some predatory ass behavior, bro. <laughs> kind of be like, ah, should I should I get on it? <laughs> walk past and be like, oh no, not right now, not right now. Wrong song. You're trying to find his window. Is that her? Is that her man? No, huh? no. Okay, 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 okay. All right, don't go on. Time to pounce. <laughs> That is some wild shit. You just walking around and you just you either just grab her or you just push it. Bro. You just get behind her like yo. You know what it is. Right. You had your eye on her all night. It's been two hours. Gina Jean contact. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's it's yeah. Niggas used to do some weird shit, man. It's, weird shit used to be cool. Not cool, but accepted, bro. I mean, some of that culture is still in. Like, I, it, it's not as... um, <laughs> It's not out there as it used to be. Niggas still I, grabbing I, women at the parties? It, it, I feel like you gotta be a certain party. Like, um... Oh, it gotta oh, be this, like oh, that's definitely still happening. You know, it's still happening. It's got it's certain parties though. It's got to be certain parties with a whole bunch of people, um, like that's a Henny Palooza. I, I mean, do say Palooza. Yeah, that's happening. nah. That's scary. That's scary. I feel like yeah. I feel like I feel like it only. I feel like it stops after college, or unless you're unless you're like on a like a or unless you're like on an island. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't go in the club right now and just start grabbing women to dance. Bro. Well, yeah, yeah, that's wild. Hell, it, even nah. even a even a Duce Palooza or like a like a live or like a day party or some shit like that. Actually, no, they might. I feel like you have to have some type of actual interaction before you do it because you just know that they're there with somebody. And it's like last thing I need is smoke. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You. I feel, you like, always... I feel like college is the only. It's the last place you can get away with it, and if. They're not receptive to it, like you don't end up in a confrontation. But mm. then again, like, what do you say? Like, do I walk up and say, "Can I juke you?" Like, no. I, like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck it, do you it's say? More, it's, it's more like a vibe. It's, yeah, it's more like a vibe. Like vibe. you're dancing, like you're dancing next to her, and then y'all just y'all maybe get some eye contact, and y'all still you even you still don't have to say words. But you try like to dance and you see she yeah. dancing and it's like ah you, you, like, you try to act like you try to act like you turn in like at a certain point and then she happens to back up and you're just like oh should I stay or should I go mm-hmm. yeah and it's like I'm gonna just post here for a little bit if she into it then you vibe nope yeah. okay and it's it's also a hey man that shit works. Mm. Hey, you, you lose some you win some in that situation. Keep it moving, fellas, though. 
If you lose, just keep it moving, man. Yeah, I'll hey, just throw your arms up and act like you're trying to walk past you. Because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> oh, yeah. you play, you oh shit, my bad. Bro, Yo, it, it, it really only it really only gets bad if uh they put y'all they, y'all ever had the phone put in your face, bro? That was the worst shit ever, bro. <laughs> Like <laughs> you gotta try to make a cool face and shit. Like yo, the thing is, like, how, I don't even, how do you even respond to that? Like, you start grunting. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a predator, no matter what, with a fucking flashlight. Like yo, I don't even know how to respond to this. You, you close your eyes. <laughs> So she can see the full profile. <laughs> oh man, yo, those are some sick days, bro. Those like, are some like, sick days. It's like that shit is like you got through like TSA with like a pound of weed in your bag in your carry on. Like when they when they pause and they put the light in your face, you just look and they keep dancing. Like damn, <laughs> yeah. dude, the juking the juking times are some dangerous times, bro. And then you got the time where she she just juking random niggas, and then so she asks her friend for like validation, and her friend like, oh hell no, <laughs> <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> she pulled you off of you and shit, bro. That shit was horrible too, man. Oh, bro, those were the worst. Bro. <laughs> hey, but it made you a man, bro. It taught you rejection, bro. Yeah, and how you to handle this shit. Yeah, so uh, man, shout out to them juking days back in the city, man. Uh, I was I was looking on um social media, and I saw that uh Taylor Rooks made this video. Shout out Taylor Rooks. Right, and she said that uh, she had this dishwasher, right? And it taught her something about love. Like it, it taught her that love don't need to be loud; it just needs to work. Because when she first moved in her apartment, like she would push it in the dishwasher and press something, and it didn't make a sound, so she didn't she didn't think it worked. But I mean, when she would open the dishwasher, all the dishes would be clean. And so she hey. used that as a metaphor to say why she don't have to put her relationships on the timeline, cold or not. Um, because it's Taylor Rooks, I will not. <laughs> I will not say anything. <laughs> I will not say what I want to say. That is a great description of love, and I'm I'm down for it. Good good job, Taylor. I, I respect That's, that. Uh, it's 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 good on paper. I that's thought that was a, great, a dope analogy. That's a great description on paper, but it's not flying in the real world. Yeah. I, I, and the reason I say that is because you can, I feel like you have to be of a certain status to get that off. You can't be regular and get that off. Yeah. I think she was talking to, uh, what's that other sports reporter? Carrie Champion. Yeah, Carrie Champion. And Carrie has yeah. been real vocal about why people keep asking her if she's single too. Oh, she was engaged. I don't know what she is. Um, but asking her if she was single, not, uh, you know, that, that shit. But yeah, uh, Carrie's been like real vocal about why do, why do people consistently ask her that? And I'm like, uh, Goddamn, because they want to shoot a shot. They don't want to shoot. <laughs> you got a nigga. <laughs> nigga, you are fine. What you mean? Yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I am trying to fuck. <laughs> like, what kind of question is that? <laughs> I wish they asked me that. <laughs> but but no, nah, that's that's definitely 100% something you can only get off as a famous person. Like, if you are... 
Um, if you if I'm if I'm, if I'm me, fuck it. If I'm me and I'm regular, and I try to tell my girl, I don't I don't want to love you loud because it's nobody's business. As long as the love is good, then that's all that it takes. She's gonna think I'm trying to hide her from somebody and. I'm cheating and all this other shit because like what reason do you have to hide me? Who else is out there? Type of shit. That's factual. It's it's only different if you are in the public light and you know that who you are seen with will stir up some mess, some drama, some conversations. If I'm regular, they ain't not trying to hear that. Yeah, it it depends. Like you, you would have to find somebody that doesn't value um, that outside stuff. On the same level as you, yeah, well, and it, it 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 even gets harder when you feel that way, but they don't feel that way, so they continue to feel like I'ma just show you off, yeah, and then eventually it's like, yo, why are you not doing? Why are you not showing me off either? Are you ashamed? Then it's like you, all right, now just because you do it, I didn't ask you to do it, and then they're like, oh, I I know you didn't, but I did it anyway. So like, why are you not doing it? It turns into a whole conversation. Listen, I've been down this road. It's it doesn't work as a regular person. Mm. I feel you. I just wanted to ask that question, man. Shout out Taylor Rooks, bro. Please uh, call us. Um, <laughs> oh, oh my god, that was hella like lusty. <laughs> Please handle, call man. us. Too, too hot to handle, bro. <laughs> too fucking hot to handle. Nigga man. been locked up for too long. <laughs> I told you, man. I'm, I'm listen. We we back in the uh, swarming the waters like jaws, man. Great white shark shit. Um. Did y'all see Janae and Big Sean on IG on the IG live talking about uh and she said I don't compete, I complete. I wish they would get married, do some asses, and shut the fuck up. Cause I am tired of hearing they ass, bro. Is that is that a statement that only women can get off? I don't even know what that means. She said I, I don't compete, I complete. Yeah. She's basically saying that And the L's not, for love. She's she's please don't do the breakdown. Um <laughs> She's basically saying like she's not about to compete for him with no other woman because she doesn't compete for a man's attention. She, when she's in the picture and in the equation, she completes him. Oh my gosh! Shut the fuck up. Nah, well, nah, but you ain't see the women. The women felt that. Ooh, I don't compete either. I complete. Y'all compete. I I don't know. I feel like that. I feel like niggas mostly compete. Mm. But we we can't say we complete unless we paying like all the rent. They complete dumbasses. I'm tired of that shit, bro. Like <laughs> this shit, to, like bro. I'm t- like, I we understand y'all love each other and y'all in tune with the moon and the spirits and all that shit. Like bro, like just get on somewhere, bro. Cause Janae fine, but it's just like, bro, I'm I'm tired of that man. And I feel like mm-hmm. she got some she got some thunder. I really feel like Big Sean can't rap anymore. Hell no. The way this, I don't, don't, I'm cool. Like, some growth is cool and all that shit, but I don't know where he's at. Like, he was on there just like, yeah, oh, well, you're the the most beautiful, small titty girl I've ever seen. Like, yeah, it's definitely some perversion in some of his, like, what's the names? Like, it makes me, it makes, it makes me, (laughs) bro, he definitely also pervert shit, bro. (laughs) Big, Big Sean definitely has, like, 
sophomore year of high school first relationship energy. Oh my god. I, I, I feel like celebrities who IG live each other are fucking weird. What what is the what is the purpose of it? Yeah, they he can just FaceTime like, each other. He wants to tell her to stay safe. Nah, stay safe. Are you quarantining? You don't. <laughs> Why do you act? I saw, I think it was like Victor Cruz and Karuchi were IG live. And I was like, wait, why, why is this, why is this a thing? I guess like, it's, I'm, it's, I'm, different. it's different if you have kids. I can see how it's different if you have kids and y'all can't link. What, you, you can, can just FaceTime. Yeah, like, I don't understand certain wait, shit. Wait, yes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can, but okay, so here's the thing. It's, it's back to the social media shit. Like, if I'm going to be on IG anyway. If I see my girl is on IG live, am I not supposed to tune in? Because mm. it's like if my girl, if I'm on IG and I see my girl posted a picture, I'm by what the women say, you're supposed to like it, and you're supposed to drop like a lusty hello emoji comment talking about oh you did that, or oh uh, can't wait for you to have a seat for you at home, my face, some wild shit like that. Like so, if I'm on IG, if I'm on IG and I see my girl on live, do I not click into it and watch? Yeah, I get. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, because as a regular person, if I don't know, if my girl's on IG live, I'm like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> as a regular like person, ten people in that. <laughs> yeah, like what? What are you doing? If you don't get the fuck off that shit, but I, I'm, I, I, I yo, if yes. your girl, if your regular girl is on IG live, you have to have Drake energy. Like you just have to be in there with jokes. Tell me not you lying. <laughs> what are you talking about? Just going to fuck in. Yeah, you you gotta go in. But uh, more than likely, if you were a celebrity, you, you have to tag in, and they're gonna add you to it because they know it's gonna boost the viewers, all that shit. Speaking of Drake and IG Live, why was he going in on that one girl? <laughs> oh, IG Live. I forgot the who, body. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, God that damn. Was, <laughs> that was weird. Just because it was like. Where did he find that comment? Because it wasn't on his picture. Like it was on. How did he find that comment? And and why did he need to respond to that? What comment? No, it was a, it was a comment. It wasn't on live. It was on. Yeah, it was in a he, yeah. Oh, he it was under somebody post. Yeah, somebody posted something, and then they commented about Sophia Body, and then Drake responded to that comment. Oh, that's it was a comment. Yeah. Oh, shit. And I was like, I was like, where, how, like, how do you even see that? Like, what the fuck does this make? That's some extreme demon energy. Yeah. <laughs> For you to, it wasn't even his post. Drake is super, super in tune to everything that's going on, bro. That's how he keeps adapting, bro. Like he's surviving off young energy. Paul, the transformer. Hey <laughs> <laughs> man, different strokes for different folks. He's like a career pedophile. And, uh, okay. No, 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 no. Not in a pedophile in that way. Like, uh, like where he takes young energy and just like transforms himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, hey, he's not a pedophile, by the way. Hey, let's let's get that out of the way. He's not, but uh, he's 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 far from a pedophile, but he definitely <laughs> likes some <laughs> on the younger side, and that's not a reach. No, that's not. That's, that's facts. Well, he had Georgia when she was like seventeen, right? No, I, I, I want to say nineteen. 
I want to say. Right. I know she, Look it up. I, Research I, I it. Know. He had her when she was 17. Was in the my, my, my question is, when does age not matter? Uh, I'm not answering that. What? Kels? When does the age gap not matter? Uh-oh. Oh. Man, what are you talking about? <laughs> huh? What do you mean when the age gap don't matter? Okay. So, like, you, if you, if somebody saw a 19-year-old with a 15-year-old, they would say, yo, you nasty. Yes, if that's somebody, a nasty if man. If somebody sees the 29-year-old with a 25-year-old, they're fine with it. Yes. But it's four years is four years. So I'm asking, when does, at, like, is there an age where it doesn't matter anymore? Yes, when they're legal. If you are 18 and so the other person is 22, it's still a little weird, but I mean, I'm cool if, with if that. Somebody's, if somebody's 28 with an 18-year-old, you're going to say that's that's crazy. Yes. yes, that's that's weird. It's or a even, grown man with a, a just young adult. Or even if somebody's like 22 and 32, you're going to say that's kind of weird. That is less yeah, weird, but still weird. Look at it crazy. So I'm just wondering, like, at what I guess. So it starts at 18 where it's not. Yes, when you are legal. I mean, shit could get weird, but it's not. Uh, it's at least not pedophilish. I feel like once the girl's 18, you got reel it in. You you got four years. You have four years. You, you have to be within those four years of her. Like 22, 18, that's cool. But that's it. Once you get to 23, 24, 25, 26, and you dating at 18, you're 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 a weirdo. You're, so you're like, a freaky man. All right, so like 32 <laughs> and like 24. Is that weird? Yes. No. I I, I don't think that's that. That's not that bad. That's not that bad. Depending on how y'all met. If I'm if I'm 32 and I'm dating a 24 year old, that's I'm I'm on some weirdo shit and call me out on that shit. <laughs> I don't know about that, bro. I feel like, like I, I feel like 24 is the cutoff. I, I guess feel like I once you're 24, what's what that shit get? All right, so like right now, we we basically 28, 29. What yeah. at what year for a girl does it look weird? Like how how old can she be and it not look weird and w- at what age does it look funny? I say twenty five, bro. I can't go below twenty five because we had a different place in life. Oh, you know what? It's different. It's definitely different with niggas with money. Yeah, like that, that's what I was gonna say too. Money. Now, if we're talking about just us, yeah, it's gonna look kind of weird if if we just popping up with a. A twenty-four-year-old, but I don't but think I, it is though, because I, you can I, be you can be thirty-two and with money, and you can find a bad thirty-two-year-old. Yeah, that, and you that, probably have access to other bad thirty-two-year-olds who have a little bread on them. Like, but if you get a regular thirty-two-year-old, she didn't went through steps. Most of the niggas with money, I ain't gonna say most of. No, Let I'm not see. even saying I'm not even saying a regular thirty-two-year-old. I'm talking about like another. Known thirty-two year old. Let, okay, let me break it down like this. Like, if you're a rapper or entertainer or some shit like that, normally you didn't go through the whole college and you know business world type thing, so you don't you don't talk about that type of shit. You just talk about what's going on around you. If you get another Instagram model or some shit that's in that same lifestyle, y'all have shit to talk about because that's what y'all kind of do. Y'all in that world and y'all, you know, y'all could talk about what's happening. Now, if you dating a 24-year-old that's at, like, fucking uh, Virginia Community College, that's fucking weird. Because y'all don't have, like, where 
y'all at two different places in life. She's still kind of growing up and you are in a whole different world than she is. All right. So I think it's, but nowadays I think it's different just for the simple fact of Instagram. You can be a 24 year old girl at fucking Virginia Commonwealth and have half a million followers on Instagram and be pulling in, you know, fashion over pretty little thing bags and be flying to Miami or all these different cities. And some 32 year old rapper could be in your DMs. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like that's weird. They y'all on two different levels at that point. I'll, I'll say it like this. I think you should just have at least two years out of college. I feel like once you have two years under your belt, Outside of college, your your uh, undergrad, I feel like you're good, you fair game. Okay, so but Elk, huh. I don't like using fair game. <laughs> I know I, that sounded I just, nasty when I said it. But, I just but, wonder what like, it is. You, you, it's cool. My my thing is that I just wonder what that what it when it becomes like because like all right is nineteen like nineteen and a sixteen year old isn't. That weird, is it? Nineteen. That's 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 weird. But if you look at heard it, of that though, yeah, like uh, nineteen and you dating a sophomore in high school, and you're in yeah, your first I mean, year in college. But it could be y'all were in high school together at some point. At one point, y'all wasn't even in high school together. That's weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I, I mean, mean you, we've you heard of seniors dealing with freshmen yes. in high school, and, and that's also, nasty. And I thought that was nasty back then. Yeah, look, low key, it, it a senior and uh and a freshman uh, yeah, in high school. No, freshman and a freshman in college and a senior in college. That happens all the time because that's some that predatory not, shit that happens that in college. Weird? Okay, no, that is a, a little that's different. That's a, no, that's a different topic. I feel like that's a hundred percent a different. I mean, thing. we can get we can keep it a hundred and remember the days like freshmen, like going into like the first day of school, and you like, damn, it's gonna be some badass freshmen that come in. Yeah, yeah. And niggas getting it, all that, you can deny wait, what, it if you want. What was this in school? What's what? What school are you referring to? Like, in, in, college, school, in college. In college. On like the first days when y'all like having y'all little setups and shit, and wanting to see what the what the freshman gonna look like. Like it, 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 it it's it's like a I don't want to say it's like a culture thing, but it kind of is. It's it's just like yo, it's it's new. Yeah, bro, yeah. where you going? That's why. That's why I think a a like the freshman in high school with a senior in high school is a lot different than a freshman in college and a senior in college. I feel like, and I could be wrong. I could be hundred percent naive. I feel like there's less of an attempt to try to take advantage of somebody if you're a senior in high school. And I get it; you still might be on some like nasty shit. But I feel like more of the college shit is very more so based on manipulation. Again, I could be wrong. Uh, no, I see what you're saying because when you're when you're a senior in college, you're you're basically a, a man for real now. Like you're you're still a kid, but you've you've experienced a lot. When you're a senior in high school, you're still like a kid. 
really you're really still a kid it's still creepy though because it's Man, like, if you are dating a freshman in high school that's yeah, fucking ultimate creep ultimate yeah, creep it, it, it's <laughs> it's definitely creepy but I understand what he's saying because it's like you learn so much between like 18 and 22 like it's the the amount I feel like the amount you learn between eighteen and twenty two is way more than what you learn between fourteen and, and 18. eighteen. Especially when it comes mm. when it comes to relationships. When it comes to relationships, you learn way too much from eighteen to twenty two than fourteen to eighteen. So it's it's a lot easier for you to manipulate. A relationship when it comes to a 18, 17 year old. I mean, yeah. So I, I understand. That's why, I mean, like the upperclassmen and shit hop on a freshman because they don't know how dirty them niggas is and they don't know what kind of games they be playing. So, I mean, it's like a blank slate pretty much. Like, all right, if I get on one of these freshmen, they don't, they don't know how I be doing them. So, I got me one. No, I think they just do it as it's easier to get what you want and manipulate a young mind because especially if you're older you can make it appear as if you're like you know what you're doing I can help you like I'm known out here like I can get you in places it's it's an influence factor but mm. we, we didn't even mean to get into all this yeah man um yeah, yeah it, it was it was definitely like 19 for Georgia and Drake. Speaking of taking advantage of people, did y'all see uh, Lando Brown say Will Smith violated him as a child? I, 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 I saw I that. I heard he said something, but I didn't know what it was. I saw it only because they were confu- They were uh, going on Twitter and talking to Orlando Brown from the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. And he was saying, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> I, I never said that. <laughs> Imagine your mom's calling you out like, baby, <laughs> when Will Smith was touching on you. <laughs> Come on, what? <laughs> Not the Fresh we, Prince. <laughs> we ain't never met Will Smith. <laughs> That's a wild part. Mom's like, yo, we've never met Will Smith. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> baby, our robot was touching on you. <laughs> our robot was touching <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what the fuck? I know he's mad confused. He's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, Man. what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Oh, baby. Oh. Yeah, but that nigga needs help, man. Seriously, get some help, Orlando Brown. Um, keep making music videos and get some fucking help. Uh, <laughs> really needs some help. This is <laughs> Hey, am I the only one who's getting tired of like Twitter? You said uh, Tinder, uh, yeah. Twitter, yeah. I feel uh, like I, I feel like I'm. It, it's how do I put it? I don't know. I feel like we just argue about the same shit, and I'm kind of tired of it. Oh yeah. My thing is, one thing Twitter has taught me is that it's okay to like because I used to like when I first had Twitter and shit. I used to unfollow people that I disagree with. Like it's just like I don't want to see that shit on my timeline all the time. Get that shit off my timeline. Now it's a great tool for life because it's taught me tolerance and just understanding that people. I never unfollow somebody because they're annoying, or I might block. 
I might have somebody blocked that was like super annoying from back in the day. But now I just keep them on my timeline because you need different opinions or else you just gonna fuck with people that have the same opinion as you. Well, not even that. I think more so in the fact that you get a lot of Twitter brings a lot of generalization. Mm -hmm. And I feel like seeing that on a consistent basis can and does get extremely tiring. It does, but I think we need that in life. I think we need to see those viewpoints as frustrating as they they are because it's going to be a hundred times you disagree with somebody, but it might be that one that you might need to see to be like, okay, now I have a certain perspective, a different perspective. Because I follow a lot of people who have like extreme feminist ideals that I may not subscribe to, but it'd be those certain points that I need to formulate my own opinion on like different issues and different topics you see what i'm saying i guess it's more so because it's it can be i feel like it's different if you if you uh look for those things Mm. but you could literally just be scrolling down and see and you know like kind of absurd generalization that you didn't really need to you could be having a good day you don't really need to see like four of those shits back to back to back and now you're just kind of like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I feel like I feel like when you see certain things and you see it enough or in masses, it will make you feel some way, regardless of how you might have been feeling throughout that whole day, which is a shitty aspect of it. Yeah, no, I, I agree because it's been plenty of times where I see this men, men are trash type shit that I'd be like, all right, you kind of doing a generalization. I don't do whatever I, you know, behavior they talking about. But it's certain times where. I legit need that check like okay I see myself or one of my friends doing this or somebody I know doing this like I understand that and now I need to watch my you know I need to watch myself and make sure I'm not out here perpetuating those type of behaviors or accepting those type of behaviors around me so as much as it's a generalization in some ways it's sometimes it's a a valid reality check that you kind of need would, on, a, on a daily basis. I don't know. I, I would say that the the way that it's expressed isn't necessarily in a, in, a, in a message that most people would take and assess themselves. I feel like the, the a, a majority of the messages when it comes to like the, the generalizations that the niggas ain't shit, they do X, Y, Z, that type of topic, it's when you read it, it sparks more defensiveness than it does a need for conversation. Yeah, but we also have to look at our surroundings as well. I mean, look at who we choose to surround ourselves with, where we might have this. I mean, obviously, our friends are not publicizing these behaviors, and we might not see everything that they're doing. So, of course, we're going to be like... Well, I don't know. I've never seen none of that because, I mean, they're they're hiding that part of their personality or, you know, you just never seen it or you just have good people around you that don't do that type of stuff. But there are examples of people out there and to hear different opinions. It goes both ways. They have to understand that not all men are like that or not all women are like that and vice versa, like we have to understand that it is some niggas and some women out here like that. So see, I don't know if it works. I was, and I could be wrong. I just don't know if it works like that from the realm that 
it's it, it's always going to go back to even if you feel like that, you can't say it because um, it's going to be taken as you're silencing someone's viewpoint or experiences. You know how they always try to say, like, you're minimalizing my experience, that type of shit? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's a common theme. No, I understand that because it, it's, it's been... Um... It's a oh, it's a perfect example. On my timeline, I follow a lot of like progressive Bernie supporters, and they've been calling uh, Barack Obama a war criminal lately. Now, I don't agree with that. Now, he did create. I mean, he did do some questionable things in his presidency, and he may have create uh committed some war crimes. I don't. I'm not fully versed on that. And I'm not. You know, I haven't researched all of that, but. Would I describe him as a war criminal? No. But I keep that on my timeline to kind of keep like a checks and balances, to kind of keep both perspectives. I'm not about to just unfollow somebody because they're calling him this because they might provide some great uh, some great information on it that I did not know. Now this is giving me a heads up like, hey, I need to I need to research this and formulate my own opinion about Barack. Although I think Barack was a great president. It's some people that don't. Yeah. Um, so that's I think that's the reason why I really like I think Twitter has been the biggest influence on in, on the information that I know to to date because it provides so many different perspectives. It's the quickest way to get news. Yes, it's people tripping on there and it's provided like a, a outrage culture, but. I don't know. I, I I wouldn't say that's to the detriment of society. I think a lot of things have changed because of that outrage culture. They didn't push Michael Jordan stock up because of outrage. Yeah, I, I think it's like um with Twitter, it's like 50-50 because it, it, it is a lot of information, but it's also a lot of false information that's out there. And it's so easy for that false information to get pushed up there and people just not – not even just doing the simple thing of, hey, maybe I should Google if this is true or not. But because it's gotten retweeted so much and in so many likes, it starts pushing to be like fact when it's completely wrong. So it's like it's it, it also it, it brings a lot of information to the forefront, but it also passes a lot of false information out there. And then I think my only other problem with Twitter is just I don't know how. I don't know if I could believe what some people are saying if they actually believe that way. Because a lot of people, they tweet things not necessarily how they feel, but for what response they'll receive from it. And And I think also, my bad, the weird part about Twitter is you you have to, your interpretation of things has to be very loose. Somebody could like a tweet because, not because they believe in it, but because they think it's crazy. They could retweet something not because they think it's how they really feel, they're showing how they feel, but because it's, they want their followers to see, or they want certain people to see, like, some wild ass shit somebody said. Mm. But I think we automatically associate likes and retweets with uh, self- self-expression or this resonates with the individual who did it yeah yeah it's always it's it's i mean it it, kind of is with everything like 
text and anything online where it's not face to face it's hard to sense sarcasm it's hard to sense your true intention of of what you're posting so that that kind of you know it, it confuses a lot of things but i agree like twitter definitely gives you a lot of information that you know you you probably wouldn't see i feel like twitter is the main news source if any like if People aren't really, you know, watching the news like that. If anything, they're getting their news, I feel like, from Twitter first and then following up on what they see on there and and, and doing it that way. But yeah. it's tricky. Yeah, it's definitely that that has had its ups and downs, too, because so many people are rushing to be first. Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, it's, it's a lot of uh, misinformation and. Uh, when you're rushing to be first, all journalistic integrity kind of goes out the window. An example is kind of the Kobe thing. Like the family, Kobe's family found out on Twitter before they received a call from the from the um, police department. So it's just like, I don't know that that's one thing that's starting to change. Like our journalistic integrity is starting to go out the window. But I just feel like that's just going to happen when stuff starts to progress. You're going to start losing things in other directions. Uh, it's, it's really one thing that I need all of Twitter to agree on that always sends to or tends to uh, send timelines in an uproar. And that's on Russell Wilson being corny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because listen, it, ever, it's always taken as you you niggas who are future <laughs> fans are just mad because this this man is openly and loudly loving his woman, and you think that that shit is corny. Not this nigga is just corny. Like you can just be corny, and that's okay. Like you can be a good person and still be corny. This nigga is just corny. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think anyone's ever said like I ain't gonna say that nigga's a trash ass motherfucker. Like he's a trash ass human. <laughs> like, don't don't no. go writing don't go writing your think pieces. This there should be no Russell Wilson future Sierra think pieces that exist, but yet there are. I I've never went to IG. It was like, hey, let me check out Russell Wilson's drip. I need to see what kind of drip he had on a day. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. I fuck with Russ because I fuck with Russ heavy. <laughs> I fuck with Russ heavy, <laughs> but like he does some some corny shit, bro. Like I feel like Russell Wilson knows he's corny, and it's fine if you know and accept that you're corny. Yeah, that is cool, but that does not make you you owning your corny doesn't make you less corny. Yeah, like any any time I see Russell Wilson dancing in the back of video behind Sierra, that shit corny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck it. LeBron's like my favorite player of all time. That nigga's corny. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah, it's, I don't I don't we don't we don't need talk. Kobe was corny. Rest in peace to the big dog, but like he was speaking Italian when he didn't need to. Like he was doing some shit that you don't oh, need to you, do. Oh, you hate. No, hate. fuck that. You sound like a hater. <laughs> RP to my nigga, for real. You sound but like a hater. He was just doing shit that he didn't need to do. He was corny. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's nothing wrong with that. Like, I, I still fuck with him, but it's cool to acknowledge that they're corny. It's not, I'm not saying this nigga's a fucking bad father or some shit yeah. or bad, bad stepdad I don't, it's hard to be cool when 90 if not 100% of your life is dedicated to what you do yeah oh, because you're not paying attention to the culture as much 
Cause you you focus on being a, especially if you're the best at something, yeah. the ultimate best. You you don't have time to be like in the, in the know of everything that's going on or but everything I, that's I, cool. I, I don't think it's that hard, only because, or maybe maybe this is to their detriment because they have money, so they have the best clothes, they have the best outfits, which yeah. they might not be picking out themselves, but their appearance shows as if. Hey, I know what's hip. I know what's current. I can dress. I'm stylish. The thing with Russ is he's white corny, and like he does shit like the the bad thing in Instagram. <laughs> he was, hey, Instagram, <laughs> we got it, you. <laughs> like, and even white people make fun of that shit. Jim Rome was making fun of that shit. So it's just like, bro, that's corny as fuck. But I, ain't nobody saying like Russ is a bad dude. And if we say he's corny or cringe at some something he does, it's not because we just bashing him because niggas love future. She's just corny. It's just corny. But I also feel like it part of it is LeBron James is is partially corny by himself. But we love his family. Russell mm-hmm. Wilson is corny by himself. But as soon as it's like when you pair him with Sierra, it's like a Super Saiyan different... corny. Yeah. It, 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 like, it, just, it comes off like a different level of cringy. It's like, yo, what the fuck are y'all? Like, why are you why are you recording? Like the bed shit. Like, why are you recording this in the, like, we don't need this. Like, I feel like they give us a little bit too much. Yeah, it's because it's she's corny. Yeah. I mean, and it, it is, just and say, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to say it like this. It's not for me. Maybe maybe it's not corny. It's just not for me. Yeah, it, it's it's not. Um, I wouldn't want that person around. <laughs> <laughs> I just put <feel> like that. <laughs> Y'all can love them. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want that around me. But yeah. hey, it is what it is. Hey, shout out to uh, Papa Rusman. Uh, did y'all know Doja Cat was a pop locker? I saw that video, but I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah, yeah, real shit. I don't, there's really nothing Doja Cat can do that would surprise me at this point. My only confusion is where is she from? <laughs> like, where, where is she born? Like, where, is she American? Yeah. Okay, that's the part that confuses me. Uh, just because, where, where are you having pop lock? <laughs> That video had to be at least like 2012, <laughs> it's been 2011, 20. Like, where are you that you're having pop locking battle? If she's from like like the UK, cool. That makes a hundred percent sense. They kind of behind sometimes. I can even see Doja Cat as pop locking. Cool. If you're pop locking in Phoenix in 2012, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, she's from. Uh, looks like she's from LA. Her full name is fucking wild. It's fucking Amal Larantna Sadinlaka. What the fuck? What is she? Oh, you just trying to cast a spell, <laughs> fam. This shit like some Harry Potter spell shit, bro. Uh, what the fuck? What, bro? I don't even know how to pronounce this shit, bro. Oh, she's a uh, South. Her father is South African. That's why, and her mother is Jewish, so she's mixed. Mm. Damn, her father was never there though. Damn, sad story. She didn't have a, she true, didn't have a rust. True American dad story. I can't wait for the video to come out her crumping. 
speaking of uh, white people, why why are women lusting over this white man with this rope? Have tw- did twelve years of slave teach y'all n- niggas nothing? With this Wait, rope. They- with a rope? Yeah, it's this white boy with this rope doing some lyrics, and he's like twisting a rope in different directions, and g- women are going nuts, bro. Wait, what rope? What kind of rope? <laughs> bro, it's just a regular rope. <laughs> like he making different types of knots with ropes. Oh hell no! Nah. Like what? I'm like, yeah, like why y'all? Why y'all getting hype over this, bro? But hey, it is what it is. I have not learned. <laughs> listen, listen, I ain't gonna judge y'all. Yeah. Uh, what else happened this week? Oh, that white girl got expelled, man. Y'all happy? That uh, it was Stephanie Freeman. I guess she made this. She made this vine with her boyfriend. It was it was one of the most racist vines I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was it was very racist. It, honestly, <laughs> I, see, it's it's it was one of the things where. If you're gonna be racist, have original racism. Yeah, I be hate, I hate super ignorant I hate, racism. I hate recycled racism, like where you just kind of do like the old shit, but you try to like reinvent it, like it's the remix. Like, nah, mm-hmm. come with something fresh. Yeah, like it, it was just bad. Yeah, like certain racism is funny, and I'll just be yeah. like, God damn, that was hilarious. Like, I'll, I'll, <laughs> like I'll, I won't forget, but I'll laugh it off, and I'll be a good sport. Yeah, but that this, was just like this, some. God this was damn. easy racism. Like they put thumb to that shit. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Uh but yeah, she made a video with her boyfriend where they, you know, did the little uh when God created black people to do this if they add do crime or some shit. And she started pouring the water a whole bunch when they added crime and shit like that. So it was real racist. Uh and you know, obviously the outrage on Twitter got her out of here and they she got expelled. And I think she got denied from her college too. So she got on social media again and started crying and said the uh her boyfriend's attitude towards the blacks <laughs> forced forced her to be racist. So <laughs> That's one one time why I love Twitter, man. When they get niggas like that out of here. Yeah, and they quick with it too. They yeah. they able to find some shit out in fucking thirty minutes. Yeah. That shit's scary. <laughs> real Fuck, shit. These niggas can give me. They can get me out real quick. Now I got to chill on some shit. <laughs> I ain't even tweeting that much because they'll get you out of here with the quickness. Real shit. Um, but yeah, man. Salute, salute to Twitter for that shit, man. Because she, she, both of them was on some racist shit. But um, didn't she? Did she renege it? Did she take it back? Yeah, she took back her apology too. after that. But a lot of people have been making like fake, fake uh, accounts. Yeah, uh, yeah, fake accounts and fake pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, she got like seven different IG accounts now. Yeah, <laughs> this is wild. Yeah, I seen one when she had like this black uh, facial mask on. It was like, I'm like, yeah, oh, no. And that was actually kind of funny. <laughs> like, I would have laughed at that if it was the first one. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? Young child got arrested for starving his dog to death. Oh my. What so, is wrong with this? He violated probation. I really think he got some mental shit going on right now, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he needs to get checked out, so I'm not going to speak on that, but. Uh, I think he he behind bars right now. He, I don't know how you let a dog starve to death. That's, that's some fucking wild shit. 
Yeah. Uh oh shit. It, hey man, Gucci man returning back to his uh his old form. I think we touched on this. What was it last week? And I said, I was like, this nigga Gucci gonna be back, bro. I know, I just got a feeling. And this nigga is back. Well, he's not all the way back yet. But we found out that what he was doing in the video he spoke on last week was in response to Frenchie. Yeah. Um I don't know if he's coming back. I think his I think his wife is starting to lose control over him. I think she's trying to, <laughs> she's trying to hold him back from becoming an old Gucci. But I think he's realizing that he gets way more attention being old Gucci than new like calm Gucci, and he's using that to his advantage. But 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 my only but rebuttal would be old Gucci got bad attention during a different era. So he doesn't have to be bad Gucci now when he can get almost somewhat similar attention. I think he that's I don't I don't think that's true. I think he's just I think also he's still Gucci. Like he still has an he still has ignorance to him. No, I mean I know even with calm Gucci it's gonna be a, a level of ignorance, but um I, I'm looking at all his little like business dealing since he's been out. I mean, he has 1017 Records. Who I mean, he had Asian Doll signed for a while, and then she asked to be off the label. And I mean, I guess he just let her off. But now it's just seeming like he's taking a negative route with it. Like he was like, "Hey, whoever signed a 1017 got to be gangster with it and shit like that." He's speaking kind of wild, you know, about Jay Z and other other people, and it's just like I. I think he's realizing that's the formula that's going to work. That's going to put the attention on you because it's, it's, I think it's easier to be notorious than to be famous mm. at this point. Uh, um, and it pays more to be notorious than to be so famous. At this point, would, would it work for him or would we, would people interpret it as an act? Not an act, but he's doing it for the attention, like you just mentioned. That's a good question. Because, I mean, that's how it's interpreted. I don't know if it would work. I don't, I think that people have been speculating or had a feeling that this has just been in him all along. Whoa. Pause. I, I guess it, when it comes to like turning things on at certain moments when you feel like it can be t- to your benefit for your career or whatever business ventures you have going on, it's going to be interpreted a certain way. So I just don't know if it's going to be, oh, yo, oh, oh, Gucci's back. We here or it's not. He just put on a front. I think for the type of music Gucci make, it has to be a level of negativity and ignorance surrounding it. Yeah. I feel like, but you can be ignorant and act right. Okay. You, you, you can, but I don't know if, does that work for Gucci though? Does that work for trap music in general? Look at T.I.'s career. But T.I. tried to steer away from that. And he, that's when he started falling off. After King, he started trying to make uh, I want to 
uh, living my homies in the sky and shit. Well, that was on King, but you know what I'm trying hey. to say. <laughs> but that's that's more I guess, that's more the progression though. Like I don't. I, it's different if you. I feel like it's different if you try to change your real life and continue to put out that type of music. But it seemed like they it usually goes like hand in hand. Yeah, but I'm saying that's Gucci is is trap. Gucci is the face of trap, and for him to try to say, "Nah, I'm a uh, I'm a live better. I'm a eat right. I'm gonna be a vegan." You can't be a vegan trap star. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I guess from from uh, a level of ignorance perspective, like Cam, Cam hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. But the reception of Cam's music has changed because it's gotten worse, mm-hmm. and the people, the his situation is different. Like when he was under the Rockefeller umbrella, the eyes were different. Now it's just like independent. It's just like it's our attention is not on you, and there's too many options for us to really be focused on you. And that was another thing. It was back in what. Or late nineties, early thousands. It's just like it was only so many niggas in rap. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like everything's a conversation. Of, I don't know. It, it, it's it's uh, yeah, it's tricky because it's like I don't know. I I feel like rappers, most rappers, just they just have a shelf life when it comes to their music. And it's it's like when you because Gucci's what forty, yeah. When you're thinking about rappers around that age, they will continue to check in and and listen to it. It's 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 almost like a small group once they pass like thirty eight. Yeah, you know? I mean, the closest it's like we got is I mean, currency is thirty eight. Yeah. And he's and he's kind of like always stayed on that same like his life hasn't his life has changed, but not really. He's still the same person from all them years. Yeah, I, I don't feel like that's a good comparison just for the simple fact that it's different if you've hit the quote unquote mainstream success and then you've altered who you are. He's pretty much been who he is for the entirety of his career. He's basically in that, and I don't take this the wrong way, but he's kind of in that Snoop lane where even as he gets older, rappers are still going to make certain type of songs about weed or whatever, and they're going to reach out for a verse. Or people are still going to be smoking and they're still going to want to hear what he's rapping about as long as it sounds good. Yeah, like, Future's it, it, 36. Yeah, and, I feel like most and people I would, don't know that. And I was just about to say how future progresses these next five years is going to be real interesting because it, it, I don't know if he, he probably could continue to keep doing the same thing even when he's 40. But I I feel like at some point it's going to be a clash of, all right, Either he's going to be like, I, I need to advance it and start talking about something else, or the people are going to be like, all right, you need to start talking about something else. And I, I wonder when that point is going to come. Because I, I feel like it has to. I think the only, the, the only difference is it depends on 
it it depends on when you started. So I feel like now, like a certain artist got future didn't pop until later into his his twenties. I would assume, mm-hmm. like actually pop pop, and it could have been his thirties, but it's you don't really realize how old these artists are. Like Rick Ross, same thing. Rick Ross is mm-hmm. he's probably in his forties right now, but Rick Ross didn't pop until later in his I'm guessing I'm estimating his 20s early 30s so you don't really you can't put an age on them like you would normally do if you saw a I don't know like a little Bow Wow who fills it out at 25 because we saw him at 13 yeah Ross is 44 yeah yeah it, it that the the when somebody enters plays a a, a huge factor into how long they can continue to rap for. Like Pusha T is 40, 41. Yeah. And he's continued to still have some sense of longevity, even with the same content. Dog, it's crazy that Ross is four years younger than Snoop. <laughs> Snoop been in the game since 93. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's insane. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, nah, that's, that's definitely... That's definitely wild. Um, no, I, I don't know. Just kind of going back to the Gucci thing. It's just like I hope he's not going back to the old Gucci. Like he posted the video like mocking Jeezy's nigga that he killed. Like that, that's just not good energy to put around yourself. We you mean all, Diego. Yeah, yeah, Diego. We not calling that man Jeezy no more. <laughs> but uh, we talked about that with the baby. We talked about that with Triple X a long time ago. It was like when you have that dark energy around you, that shit is gonna come back and bite you in the ass. And so, um, I mean, we kind of we're gonna talk about the baby a little bit later. But when you put you start doing dumb shit, niggas start niggas gonna turn on you eventually. And when you the more dumb shit you do, the faster the jig is gonna be up. So, uh, uh, speaking of doing dumb shit, the game lost his uh, record label on royalties to the lady that sued him for seven million dollars and one. Um, he had been bragging about like he, he was getting get off scot free because he didn't own anything, and I think we had a conversation about that too when that shit happened. And niggas was like, "Yo, why would you? Why would you even say that, bro?" Like yeah. now you have you've given her okay. I'm gonna take this interview. I'm gonna take you know these resources and find a way to get my money another way. Like that was the dumb. I don't think he bragged about it. I think Wack bragged about it. I think they've been saying there's they they he, were insinuating that there's nothing to get. Yeah, but he did it too. He he definitely did it on IG. He left like a whole ass uh paragraph like a while ago talking about like you know she's not gonna get shit from me. I ain't got nothing for her to get and all that. Like I, game gets in his own way because he can't shut the fuck up and he's he's an attention whore and that just comes back to bite him, man. Yeah, it so, is what it is. Um, she's bad by the way. I did yeah, not know she was that bad. Yeah, she she called. Um, game shit is just, you know, just okay. Yeah, let's just listen. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. Well, anyway, she got she got his record label. I don't know what his record label was called. Probably with prolific. Old, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> no, he didn't, Nipsey didn't need to sue him for that. <laughs> yeah, he he didn't. No, that was an issue. That was a whole thing before. So he don't deserve to have that anyway. <laughs> 
Fox. Yeah. So yeah, she got that, and she got the born to rap uh, royalties. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah. Congrats, congrats on them royalties. <laughs> and she also gets any future royalties he gets from you know well, any projects uh, from any of his future projects. So uh, I mean, she getting something. Yeah, so. Uh, I don't know what <laughs> what the net worth of the born to rap royalties and uh, his prolific record label are, but I mean, I guess it's something. Just stop doing dumb shit like that. I forget what he did. It was some sexual assault shit, um, allegedly. Yeah, he yeah he like rubbed her um uh vagina. No, wow. uh, yeah, yeah, without a uh, consent. Yeah. All right, next, uh, <laughs> next story. <laughs> Y'all watch Blueface uh, live, man. What's going on with my nigga Blueface, man? <laughs> I don't, I don't know what I didn't know what was going on. Honestly, I, I, I really, saw one. It it was multiple things that because it's Blueface that that went through my head. I can one hundred percent see Blueface invite some hoes over to play Duck Duck Goof. I can one hundred percent see Blueface invite some hoes over just to twerk in his room. And I can also 100% just see both of them, or see having Blueface having hoes come over to shoot a video and they start fighting. So I have no clue what the fuck the video is about, but it was a mess. Yeah, it was a lot of shit going on there. Uh, Like you said, they were playing Duck Duck Goose at one point. I was thinking it was a video because they were talking about a video producer. Uh, when a girl hit the video producer, he's like, don't hit the producer. <laughs> um, then, yeah, they start getting the fighting at in the room saying my pussy is better than yours and all types of wild shit. And then Blueface is like, how about everybody get naked and we see who pussy the best. Uh, and, then, and then the one girl got her wig pulled off and she was mad sitting in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Blueface is another nigga that I think is putting out a lot of dangerous energy, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of young, ignorant energy. That uh, I don't. I see the jig coming because it ain't like he got the audience like somebody like a Uzi or another young nigga like a Kodak or somebody has, where he has some staying power. Yeah. He, he got maybe another year, maybe two. Yeah, so uh, I feel like it's well, I feel like with the artists like Blueface, it's not that extreme because, well, he if all, all he needs is a single, if he gets a single, he can just write a single and then go away and then drop another single. He can be a single artist, but the bad part of it, the different only difference is he won't get paid from his singles because. He's in a fucking seven twenty with yeah. Cash Money West. <laughs> yeah. So from a music from a music standpoint, he can he can survive a little bit off of his singles. He just won't see the revenue like Tyga does. His kids and, gonna be paying them niggas. <laughs> and he gotta he gotta keep up the fuck shit because he can't just like drop a single and then disappear and then drop another single. He has to keep doing like the boom gang uh, bullshit to keep his name buzzing. Yeah. Because niggas will really forget him if he just drops like a single and then disappears for like, I don't know, maybe four months and comes back. They'll be like, yeah, nah, six, nine back home, bro. We don't give a fuck about you anymore. Yeah. 
Uh, speaking of six nine, that nigga academics has been on his dick. Oh my god, bro! Ain't nothing changed. Like, he posts about everything this nigga do, or anybody who want follow this nigga. Like god damn, bro. Uh, but anyway, man. Uh, I guess just a quick, a couple quick hits because we running kind of behind. Um, before we hop into music, uh, y'all see that Louisiana p- preacher asking for people to donate money to uh, donate their stimulus checks to the church? <laughs> Amen. Get the fuck. Like, it, I wish you can curse out pastors, bro. You can. Like, Honestly, but <laughs> can can you be mad at that? What? <laughs> he asking for the whole stimulus check? Hey Get man, the fuck out of here! You don't know if you don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> ask for this. You don't have to ask for this ass beating I'm about to give you. <laughs> he, he said he said he gave his check, but he's also the pastor of the. Place. That's what I'm saying. Like that's the but, place you work, nigga. <laughs> but, but hey man, you don't know unless you ask. Unless as long as he left the man when the flood happens or a hurricane. Hey man. Hey man. He 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 good to the people. And these are the type That's of niggas nigga. that make it hard for niggas to like believe in the church and shit, man. Cause bro, they just some goddamn capitalists. And then oh, you yeah. you never hear about like them like helping out the needy when it actually comes down to uh like time to it. Uh Catfish play seven dollars after uh midday service. Get yours. Man. Uh but yeah, moving on. Jordan Woods dropping the album. We here for it. Uh if it comes with a tour, I'm with it. <laughs> All right. I'm rest that, I'm rest that man. <laughs> I'll pull up. I'll pull up to a tour. <laughs> I'll pull up to the tour. <laughs> yeah, she thick, man. Uh I ain't gonna slip that. <laughs> I think I'm trying to drown out with an um. Uh, <laughs> um, did y'all see that article about uh, dressing like an adult when you're working from home? Yeah. Nope. And I'm glad I did. Yes. Boy, yes, he I is getting some heat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I could remember all the tweets they was coming his way. Is that a nigga dressed like he in a barbershop barber quartet? <laughs> Oh, the fuck yeah, yeah, yeah man. Fuck you can eat a dick if you expect me to dress like I'm going into the office while I'm working from home. I'm sorry. <laughs> the fuck you think this is? Uh, but it's an article by Adam Tishkorn from the LA Times. If anybody wants to look it up, um, Kirk and Rashida. Uh, yep, I was about to say uh, pulling up to the high schools. You wanna you wanna explain them? Um, yeah. So apparently. I don't even know what this was. I don't even know how this started. Uh, on online, on the internets, um, yeah, rumors started bubbling that Kurt pulled up on Rashida when she was seven, fifteen, and adopted her. It's no, what Kurt adopted Rashida at fifteen and married her at seventeen, and she was pregnant by eighteen, and Kurt got in his uh, dessert bag. <laughs> with Rashida on on IG talking about y'all tripping. You think I want a you think I want a seventeen year old? And Rashida was talking about, oh, you think I want to get married at seventeen? My son nineteen. I don't want that. And they were deflecting the fact that basically trying to put it down as if he never he wasn't a pedophile. Um K 
came out that I guess she had a kid at 23 and 24. I don't know. It's weird. Kirk and Rashid are weird. Somehow he has seven kids and they've been together for 20 years and she only has two. Yeah. Uh, from the video, like I saw, I saw they discovered a video where they were talking about like Kurt used to pull up in his nice truck at the high school and pull up on Rashida at the high school. So I, I'm still kind of lost on what age they met or what age he was trying to get at her at because he's still five years older than her. So if he was pulling up on her in high school, that would make him 23 and she was 17. So that's still weird. And like we just talked about earlier, it's just like, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to get into no big thing because um, we running out of time. But uh, Kurt Frost, he gave me hella pause energy in that in that uh, video, bro. He gave me. Uh, I'm starting to think he one of them boys. He he, he low key always had them vibes though, like in them uh, confessionals on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, he 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 always had them vibes. Yeah, them little uh, sweetness vibes. But. Sweetness. <laughs> sweetness. <laughs> oh yeah, hey, but uh, not judging if you if you like that, you know, just come forward. Come forward, <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Like, I guess we can start getting into the music. Where y'all want to start it with? Um, to start with division. Hang a lot of y'all. This is average to me, man. Why? Before, uh, nothing was really spectacular. It was a good album. Ah, uh, what is it? Good. It was an average, uh, okay album. Every song was keepable and listenable, and it's a few tracks that I might run back, but nothing outside the Snow Legwood track really gave me like a, I wouldn't even say hit with that one, but gave me a a good track vibe. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my opinion. Um. I, I my only issue, my biggest issue was I think it had way too many features. Mm-hmm. Um, I think outside of two tracks, it was a really good album, but I think the features were very heavy. Um, I think, I think they might have done uh, tried to do a little too much by breaking it down to like the different four segments. Uh, I definitely didn't. I enjoyed the so what into outlandish blend but I didn't enjoy outlandish too much uh, or I don't think or keep it going one of those two was like okay the other one I didn't like and I didn't really wasn't a fan of courtside I think they oh, ended the cool. album really well I just think overall too many features album might have been a little too long and those are my two biggest knocks on it yeah I, I thought it was good I thought it was a good album um, I feel like I need to uh, listen to us some more, but right now it's uh my least favorite out of the three. I'd say that. Um, I, I actually really like Courtside, but I, I understand what you're saying with the features. It, it, it seemed like they kind of overdid it with some of them. Um, I think other than I, I really like No Good, like the intro and the outro tracks, amazing, perfect. And honestly, I feel like they. I don't know if for their last album if they gave us any or this many singles. 
Because for this one, we got what Miss Me, No Crying, um, Between Us, and Amuse. We got four singles for this. They might have gone too, too many. Uh, yeah. On the, on the album before, they gave us three. This shit just wasn't sexy to me. Like, Division <laughs> albums normally make me want to, like, it's for them shits like where you heat up baby oil and, like, rub down on your girl and she might return a favor. But, like, this shit, <laughs> like, I, 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 I didn't get sexy from it, bro. Yeah, and I, and I think that goes back to the separating it into yeah. those different sections because they only, they put a limit on what they can get. Even, even I'm trying to think like what's what's the fucking what's the bedroom joint on here? I don't even know. Between us, maybe and yeah, no. Between us is definitely. Is definitely that the one with Snow Legger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that that would probably be my my what's I like the Summer Walker track too. Yeah, it, it's just that's not like a it's not a bedroom joint because it gets the fucking hype shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, nah, but between between like us the is the only one. Yeah. Yeah, but I I think it was good. I I would give it a seven point five. I think I would give it. I, I still like it. Not my favorite out of the three albums they released, but I, I think it was solid. I'm going six. I I'd give it like a seven. Mm. Uh, next. Oh jeez. Uh, duh, baby. <laughs> Um, dropped an album this week called Blame It On Baby. It's his second studio album. I'm not going to waste no time with this shit. This shit was ass. This was an album? <laughs> yes. Oh. Like, the fattest ass. It's ass. <laughs> the fattest you, you, uh, Bro, you, you pu- what you the fuck the was button? this? You pushed the booty pushed button? The booty, hey, you pushed the booty button with this one, bro. <laughs> this shit was ass, man. <laughs> he was tripping on this shit, bro. <laughs> um, my disappointment when I heard that song with Future... Duh, was dog okay? No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Jetson, that's his name, right? Mm-hmm. The, the dude that be making most of his beats. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? What what type of beats are these? <laughs> these are the worst collection of beats I've ever heard in my life. Bro. Hey, so here's here's my this thing. This is terrible. There should never be a the baby and future song that's under two minutes. <laughs> Bro, this sound like when you That's when you had these old Nokia's, remember, and you had to make your own ringtones and by using the keyboard shit. This is exactly what this nigga beat sound like. The shit is ass. He's rapping the same on every fucking what's name. Like, actually, I would have been cool if he was rapping the same, but it was good. Like the last album. Like the last album wasn't bad. This shit is just a, a fucking fourteen pack of ass. <laughs> it's it's bad. It's even on the tracks where he tries to switch it up, it's the worst shit I've ever heard in my life. Dog, when he was singing on, uh, I forgot the name of the song. Sad shit. Oh my lord! I was like, this nigga is tripping. This is bad. This is very bad. He he shouldn't have done this. Yeah, it's just like, why would you rush? Because this is a rush project, bro. When did his last album come out? Like last September, maybe. No, I, oh, uh, no, it gotta be soon. It gotta had to be sooner than that. 
For real? Uh, I thought it. Kirk? Oh, no, 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 no. It was, yeah, so that was like, that was two, 2019. Damn. Yeah, that? September 27th. Oh, damn. Why does that feel like he just dropped that album, though? That's crazy. Honestly, it's the the uh, it's crazy because since Kirk dropped to now, there has been a huge turn on how he's perceived on social media. Yeah, because he's it's, slapping it's women you, you never would have seen coming. He's just doing a lot of head ass shit, and then I think when women realize that he was just on his manipulative shit, they stop fucking with him heavy. But I, I think it was even before that. I think it was just the music. I think honestly, he fucked himself up when he said, "Y'all want me to switch up the flow," and he didn't switch up his flow. <laughs> so that let, that, let, that let people know you hear what we're saying, but you just gonna ignore us. I right, bet. And my thing is, why let people take away your bread and butter? Like, okay, niggas gonna grow tired of you. Like, of course, we would have grow grew tired of him. But if the music was cold, niggas wouldn't have cared. Yeah, this it just doesn't seem like he. This was a bad move. This was just it was just a bad move. Even with the fucking the mask on the cover, yeah. it's like, it just seems it seems like you don't give a fuck. Yeah, and it's it, it's so this, crazy. Nah. It's so like one hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, uh, what's the name? First first week. What? Yes. Yeah. It's so crazy. But I think that's just name, and I'm thinking I mean, he has the computers pewing at a certain point. From streams, from streams alone, you're gonna want to hear what it sounds like. Well, 150. Hold on, how much did this last album sell? Uh, let me see. First, first, because bro, 150 first week is insane. Yeah. That's in those are those are insane numbers. He did one forty five last last album. Damn, God damn! I did not expect that. Man, okay. I'm starting to I think mean, Interscope got the computers puting, man. It, it, it has to be because <laughs> that makes no sense for that shit to sell one hundred fifty k. Yeah, he did it though. I, I don't know. He didn't even have a sing- he didn't even have a single for real. Nah, it didn't stick. No, nah, it was that uh, what what the fuck was the single? You don't nah, have he, a single. He, he, no, he here. had one. He had one. It was uh, find my way. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah. yeah you're right. Way. You're right. You're right. You're right. But yeah. That he just dropped that like two weeks ago. Like I said, it, it didn't stick. <laughs> this was rushed, bro. This is just rushed, terrible project, bro. There's nothing else I can say about this. This was a four to me. And that's being generous. I just want to put this nigga on the chart somewhere. Yeah, that, that's, I, I, I give it like a 2.5. I'm never listening to this. <laughs> any of these songs again, bro. <laughs> I couldn't really get through it, so I can't call it. Yeah. Uh, fuck that shit. Uh, West Side Gun, anybody listening to his shit? No. That shit was good to me. Yeah, I listened. It, it was cool to me. It yeah. was cool. I'm surprised um, he, he makes the... Uh, I ain't gonna say he makes the best projects out of Griselda. Uh, but he makes way better albums than Conway. And I don't understand it because Conway raps way better than Westside. Mm, yeah, because Westside, his voice sometimes is like, yo, I don't, I don't know how much longer I can listen to him. But yeah. the features on here was it's crazy. Dope. I feel like, yeah, yeah like Tyler people, feature, bro. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that Freddie Gibbs. And they all killed it. Bruh. They 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 all killed it. It was it was a it was a solid album. Niggas need to talk about Gibbs, bro. That five hundred dollar ounces feature is fucking insane. When he was like, uh, what did he say on that shit? Ah, I just had it in my head, but I forget. Um, I'm gonna have to talk about it um like next week or some shit. But it's this line on Gibbs verse on that song that is insane, mm-hmm. bro. Uh when you talking about like getting I don't know. But uh yeah, I get it's like a seven seven. Seven is cool. Yeah, I I'll give it Yeah, I'm gonna give it around that. I fuck with that a lot, Sammy. Ramadan is this Friday. Come on, people. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> it's a good song though. It's a good song. All three of them they, they killed that shit. Um the Switch dropped his album for 420 called The Saga of Wiz Khalifa. Anybody check that out? Nah, I could, it came out last no, like night. midnight. So yeah, I checked it out. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was just okay. It could have been worse. Just say it like that. It's a six, but it could have been worse. Mm. Uh, I, I kind of messed with the the track with him and uh Tiger. That's okay. Uh, but that that Bammer shit, I don't want no Bammer shit. That's awful. Wiz, don't ever don't ever perform that. <laughs> that shit is awful. Uh, but yeah, I think that's about it with the album. Oh no, Dream no, Drop Sex Tape Four. Dream. Uh, that shit was okay. That shit was okay to me. Nothing like too special, but it was okay. Yeah, I, I feel the same. I feel like it was it was solid. No. Um, none really stood out. To me, really, I, mean, I I probably gotta listen to it again. Honestly, I, I just gave it one listen, but yeah, yeah it's, it seemed cool. Yeah. Oh, we also got the Playboy Cardi feature or new single. Uh, at oh, me. Oh yeah, that shit. Listen, man. Um, I'm liking it more as I listen to it. Yeah, yeah and and I hate and I hate that. I, I I really hate it because when I first heard it, I was like, this is garbage. But when when I listen, when I watch the video, I'm like, this shit kind of decent. And I don't know if it's like, if he has some type of power or something. He always happens like this, bro. You saying he got power over you? No, it always happens with with me and Playboy. I I hate the album when it first dropped. And then I'd be like, bro, this is a goddamn classic. And I I hate that shit. Because I feel like I go back and forth so much with like, yo, is this nigga just overrated? And it's just the way he sounds sometimes. It's like, do people just like him because it's cool to like Playboy Cardi, or does he actually make good music? And I'm conflicted I because I kind of like this song. Yeah, I think it's a mixture of both. Because I like, I'm one of those people that his last album was a classic to me. Like, I could run that bitch back from front to back any day of the week. But it wasn't all, like when that shit first dropped. I didn't pay it any any type of mind. Same, yeah. Uh, so I don't know what it is. It got like a kind of, and the crazy thing is, it, I watched a video of some Eminem's uh, like pop locking to at me, and that's the video that made me like <laughs> like the song more. All right, you're sick of We got to because <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not doing this with you. Fail. I'm being, nah, nah, I'm being not, honest, I'm not, bro. I'm not doing this with you. I'm not doing this. They were doing some b boy moves to uh, I'm not doing this with you. Uh, 21 Savage dropped a new single with um with Summer Walker. I didn't, hear, I didn't hear that. It was decent. They just 
sample the secret from so that's all that that's yeah. never that's never a fail no. yeah song song was cool but bro that's not what i want you know what i want 21 i want that fucking savage mode 2 that real shit with metro i don't i don't, I don't want this man i don't want I, I want the summer walker slow jam yeah. Um, Drop Savage Mode Two, please. It's coming soon. I know. I I'm starting to think Future should come in this week, but I wouldn't. Be, maybe next week. But I feel like he, he's been campaigning for the last few weeks or so, dropping uh Purple Rain, uh, and the rest of the tapes that we didn't have on social media, which is a major move, by the way, bro. That catalog is insane. Yeah, and uh, you know what that made me think of? What's the last Future Metro song? That they did. Uh, it was it one, can't of, be it was one off, of the last right? album. No, it was one of the last album. It was. It was one on the wizard. Uh, yeah. Hold on one second. Oh, okay. Uh, cause he, I think they get together like every now and then and like create a a track. Actually, no, I don't. I don't. It ain't one on. It ain't one on the wizard. Nah. The fuck. And and that's what makes me like something's off with that because I I don't remember. I think the last song that they dropped was Mask Off, which is weird because that was the only Metro song on that album. Oh, that's wild. Hold on. Damn, man. What about the Superfly soundtrack? He don't got one on the Superfly soundtrack? He... Nah, I'm looking now. He done. Yeah, and ain't they kind of weird? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. I feel like they should... Well, I know what's the name. Uh, Metro was retired for a while. Like, he wasn't doing beats for anybody. Mm. It's, it's, It's still... Something don't seem right with that. That he doesn't, cause he's still he's still producing shit. Like he's he's doing shit with Weekend and I, I don't know, man. Something's off. Yeah, his last his last song with Future is uh My Collection and Sorry on uh, Hendrix. Oh damn, I didn't know he did that shit. Also, okay, yeah, uh, that's not uh, that's, mm, that's that was still a while ago, but yeah, yeah. so about three years ago. Uh, but yeah. Um, what 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 was I talking about? Um, just going through singles. Oh yeah, but uh, Kalani dropped a single called "Everybody's Business." Anybody check that out? No, I didn't even know she did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, French Montana no, also. Watch uh, dropped a single called "That's a Fact." I'm I'm kind of done with French Montana at this point. Yeah, it's trash. French <laughs> Montana did bring up a good point. He was saying, "Hey, these rappers about to be out here bad." With this uh, Corona shutdown shit. Oh, oh yeah. So this I hope you niggas angry. been saving. I feel like it, it's. I feel like rap is so broad that it's that's a wide net statement. Like, yeah, there were probably uh, artists who were banking on, like even artists like Wale who had tours that they had to cancel. Like they lose out on money. That's money that they were probably banking on like he, he'll probably survive but it definitely changes your life and like it's a quick turnaround to how you're going to maneuver in life yeah it's some idiot rappers out here though they about to be selling some shit oh yeah so 
He made a good point talking about it's gonna be a lot of sales and you're gonna see chains pop up on eBay and shit. Be like, oh damn, what happened? And so uh and he was like, it could change the the music business. Because a lot of these niggas not getting percentages off their own music. They getting most of their money from shows, so they just content with the shit. But uh I don't know. But uh what we got coming this week? I know uh, young bro, young boy said he dropping thirty eight baby two this week. We're supposed to be the trouble album this week. Yeah, trouble album supposed Whoa. to be this week. Lil got it dropping uh, hood baby two. Uh, Playboy Cotty was supposed to drop whole lot of red today, but we knew that wasn't gonna happen. I feel like Alina Barres bumped her album up to this week too. Yeah, um, Cali, yeah, I, I play. Go ahead. Oh no! Uh, Playboy tweeted that uh, I think he tweeted something about tonight or something. No, no, he tweeted red today, so maybe a job. I don't tonight. trust I don't nothing know. he says. Are you telling us what his tweet said? Did he say red <laughs> tonight or he just tweeted red? No, he's he been tweeting like red. random clues and shit. Like he tweeted "Hey" with a heart emoji or a heart <laughs> or some shit earlier, and I was like, "All right, nigga, drop the album." Uh, but yeah, Cali Uchis is dropping some like an EP on Friday as well. Um, yeah, mm. man, I think that's about it. We about to get out of here and watch the uh, the um, what's that nigga's names? Teddy Riley, Teddy, uh, Teddy Riley. I wanted to say that, that for the end because <laughs> these niggas. <laughs> no, it's not these niggas. It was Teddy Riley, <laughs> <laughs> bro. That nigga was doing too much, bro. <laughs> I tuned in. I seen this nigga singing into a mic and with drums. I was like, whoa, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, the one nigga this dancing behind a mad hype. Yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. Like, bro, like, it was just, like, niggas just want to see y'all rattle off y'all hits, bro. Um, so I guess they about to start in a minute, but uh, who y'all think? Well, we all know Babyface gonna kill that nigga, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going with I'm going with Babyface, man. Yeah, Babyface just got too many. Like he can make two. He can compete in two of these competitions. That's how many hits this nigga has. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, it should be interesting. But last yeah, last week they was just doing too much, man. Uh. But hopefully this week they got it all together. But uh. Yeah, let's go on some shoutouts, man. Uh. Let's start with Cease. What you got? Uh, I'm gonna just shout out to everybody, all the listeners, everybody who's going through uh this pandemic right now. Actually, all right, so this this is what we gonna do, right? Uh, this, this is what I was thinking, and we we gonna we gonna try to do some good uh here at the pod. Mm-hmm. So if anybody who has been uh let go from their job, furloughed during this time, this will this is what I'm gonna have you do for this episode right now. Screenshot it, put it on your IG story, tag at the Brazy Bunch Podcast on Instagram. Um, follow, make sure you follow us. Send us your either Venmo, um, what Zelle or Cash App name, and we're gonna send a couple people a couple dollars to help with y'all bills, or y'all need to grab some food, or you need to do a little something. Do that, and we got you. I feel like this should have been a, a pre-meeting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you could have told us if, this yesterday. If, if, <laughs> listen, even, even if it's not a we, listen, I'm gonna send y'all a little bit of bread just to help y'all out through whatever. So, hey, shout out nah, to the nigga season. I'm with man. that. Hey. <laughs> shout out to season total. <laughs> 
<laughs> he started dropping Venmo. I was like, whoa, whoa. Well, yeah. make, make, make sure y'all remember, screenshot yourself, listen to the episode, put on your IG story, tag at the Brazy Bunch, at Brazy Bunch Podcast. Uh, don't forget to follow the account and send us your whatever banking, cash app, Venmo, and we're going to try to send y'all a little something. Look out for y'all. Marketing. <laughs> 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 All right, but no, that's that's dope shit, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, definitely help out in these times, bro. It's it's definitely some tough times. Uh, Donald, what you got, bro? Uh, I'm gonna shout out Big Boss, man, and uh, the compilation that you put together, uh, the best of Boss. If um, none of our listeners have gotten a chance to listen to it, man, uh, I I finally got through it uh, today. And it was, you know, it, it felt good just to, you know, hear him again and, and go through all those funny moments and stuff. I don't think I ever laughed as hard as when he was doing the uh, fucking gas station shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. But <laughs> <laughs> that shit had me dying. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my man, uh, Big Boss, man. And, uh, it, yeah, if, if listeners, if you get a chance, listen to it. Uh, the best of Big Boss. Um yeah, that shit was decent. Yeah, man, that that it definitely was therapeutic making it, man. Uh, just hearing that one when he's talking about stoning niggas, <laughs> that shit was hilarious, bro. I forgot what else. All of them was funny as hell, but uh, we, I might drop a part two because there's so many. Like I, I probably just put like maybe seven or eight. I went through like seven or eight episodes, um, but I might do do a part two and just have people like. Uh, send me timestamps or whatever or if y'all want to send me some timestamps do a part two or some shit so uh yeah man it's, it was just a good way of hearing his voice man it was good to hear his voice and the laughs and shit like that so uh For sure. yeah so um my shout outs uh I got two actually shout out Michael Shea from SNL uh he paid 160 people's rent uh from the part his grandmothers who just recently passed away uh apartment complex first of all i want to say condolences to his family for their loss of their grandmother and shout out to him for paying 160 people's rent um that was dope uh also shout out to the wnba they recently made uh the victims of the plane the helicopter crash that kobe bryant and his daughter was in they uh made elisa alto belly Gianna Bryant and Peyton Chester honorary draft picks so I thought that was dope and shout out to Vanessa Bryant for uh, you know doing a speech during the draft so um, oh not not much of a shadow but like we were talking about a little bit earlier um, highly recommending all listeners go check out the Innocence Files on Netflix um, if you may or may not be familiar with the Innocent Project which was kind of what helped uh, Brian Banks get off or exonerate himself from his case um, but it just goes over like eight or nine different uh, instances where individuals were wrongly imprisoned and kind of the process that it took for them to even attempt to try to get out so definitely definitely worth spending your time on especially if you're going to be in the house already uh, you'll find yourself attached to these stories and it's just kind of something worth paying attention to so Definitely, I'd recommend that. Yeah, that that was one of the better documentaries I've seen in a while. Uh, and you find yourself invested, especially in that one when the dude uh, uh, was, you know, being charged. And what was it Philly? 
Um, yeah. 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 Chester, Chester. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's it. Another show that I would recommend, uh, I don't know. It's like some humor type shit, but Dollface. That shit is hilarious. And uh, Esther Provitsky, she like this white comedian from uh, Chicago. Bro, she's hilarious, bro. And so mm-hmm. uh, I would rec- recommend that too. Like, it's not no serious shit. It's like some love on Netflix. If you ever seen that, it's kind of like that and kind of like white insecure. But it's, it's dope. I, I yeah. enjoy watching it. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's it, man. Anything else you got to say to the people before we get off? Stay inside, Ooh. stay safe. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the biggest thing. All right, man. Well, we appreciate y'all for listening. This has been episode 68, and we will catch y'all next week. Peace.